Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the MTG Conflex Cast. My name is John and I'm joined by my co-host Chris. Hey. And Steven. Hey there. This week we're going to be talking about Modern's new overlord and eternal savior, Hogak. We'll also be talking about a batch of spicy new Modern deck lists and some early Core Set 2020 spoilers. But before we get into that, let's go into our weekly roundup where we talk about what we've been playing these last two weeks. Chris, let's start with you. So these last two weeks, I played some Amulet. Very surprising. Wow. Uh, I played it at FNM two weeks ago. Got absolutely dunked on. <laughs> Felt bad. Uh, I played some more online with some very loose deck lists. Oh. I 5 0 with probably the loosest deck list I've played in a long time. And then I proceeded to get absolutely ranched by literally everything. Including our good friend, Agak. Oh. Which we'll talk about more later. Uh, this past week, I decided to play spaghetti meatballs because I don't know. I'm playing a bunch of uh, amulet online anyway, so I had to play something a little, a little different. Uh, and I got kind of ranched. What is spaghetti and meatballs for the the listeners at home? Uh, it is the serum powder Aldrazi deck, but with the main red splash. So playing the Chandra Tortured Defiances in the main deck and all that kind of cool stuff. I played against Blue White and had my Chandra Force of Negation. That was really huh. rude. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's pretty funny. That's also getting like your, your like only legal target for that stupid spell. And just like, lol. Hey man, Chalice is legal. Yeah, you didn't stop the Chalice anymore. <laughs> gross. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I feel like I... I'm trying to remember. I, I'm pretty sure I lost a round to me being really bad. Whoa, no way. What? I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. Well, you were bad, so I mean... I think, yeah, I think you were bad. That's what happened, right? It was, like, really bad. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, an, an oh, abnormal wait. amount okay. of badness. I remember now a very terrible thing I wish I hadn't remembered. Um, but it was an, an amulet story, not a uh, spaghetti story. I learned that um, Phyrexian Crusader does not have double strike. Nope. Definitely does not. So what happened was I attacked my black green infect opponent with the primeval titan because I needed to get some lands to do a thing so I wouldn't die. I think I had to like, get like a bounce land to pick my T-West so I could transmute to blow up his like three one drops or whatever <laughs> uh-huh um and he blocks with his crusader and pumps it to a four four i'm like okay well my titan dies that sucks but uh i'll get my two lands anyway he's like what i was like yeah like it it deals four damage my titan becomes like a doo-doo, and then double normal strike damage happens, and my guy dies, and that's really sad for me. And my opponent just, like, kind of, like, hesitantly just, like, let it happen. Ha! <laughs> so he, like, tries stopping me the first time, and I was like, no, 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 this card definitely has double strike. It's, like, really good. <laughs> and he's like, alright. <laughs> and, like, lets me bin the titan, and then three turns later, when he, like, connects with the crusader, I'm like, oh, I'll take, like, you know, twice the damage, right? Twice the infect. And he's like, no, it has first strike. I read it again. And I'm like, oh, I read it for the first time. Ha! I didn't read it the first time, obviously. And I'm like, uh. oh, 
that my Titan shouldn't have died, that would have changed the entire outcome of this game, like, very drastically. And he's like, oh, sorry, man. It's like, yeah, what right. we have here is an unrepairable board state. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're like three fucking turns in, so it's like, like, well, it's definitely too late to reverse. Isn't that just a game loss for your opponent at that point? Like, misrepresenting what their cards do? But I mean, it's FNM. Yeah, so it's so like, it's, whatever. So I'm like- an idiot. I, like, I knew Crusader didn't have, like, I knew it didn't have double strike, but I, like, convinced myself that it did. Because You're when's the last the time I've Crusader. seen a fucking like Phyrexian Crusader across the table from me? So I just like, oh, the White Crusader is double strike and pro this, pro that. It's just yeah. the same thing with Infect. Yeah. And not thinking like how fucking absurd that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I just like, I don't know, bamboozled myself and he just like let it happen. Yeah, definitely nothing happens. You, you both, both players just like, hey. Yeah, don't do that like, again. So Burger would come over and be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Tough shit." Yeah, bas- yeah, basically. But we can't fix it now. Oh well, you know. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just eat the loss because I'm fucking retarded, and so whatever. In REL, that probably would have been like a warning for you and a game loss for him. But that's in neither comp? here or there. Yeah. Is that what I say? Right. Yeah, in comp REL. Yeah, maybe because like you can't just let that happen if. If it's your card, right? If you yeah. if you know that that's not how the card works, um, isn't that just cheating? I'm pretty sure it's more yeah. than a game loss, actually. So I mean, like, I would probably get warning too because, like, I didn't maintain the game state, but I'm yeah. also like a fucking idiot in that that time. So it's like it's not that I'm trying. I'm not trying to screw over myself with not knowing how the card. I don't get an <laughs> advantage by having my pre-roll time being right. dead. Right. Yeah. If I did, that's a different story. Right. Yeah, but for your opponent, that's uh. Yeah. yeah, but it's my opponent's card. He owns the card. It's ultimately his responsibility to make sure that it works the way it's supposed and especially, to. Yeah, and especially because he corrected you the second time, which well, means he, like, he knows to, how it works. He was like, wait a minute, what? He's like, he's, he's something to that effect. Like, wait, 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 wait. What do you, what, what's going on here? And I like explained to him, because I'm so convinced in my own brain <laughs> that it has double strike for sub-god for some reason, and he's just like, okay, and just like, let's be put in the bin and goes on with his life. <laughs> <laughs> but then funny. he like corrects it when I take the damage, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's very very weird because I would definitely have fought harder to make sure my opponent didn't just fucking bin their guy. Yeah. For no reason. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, he gets four minus one minus one counters, but it doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> what a shit show. Yeah, but you're. You're like, you're like an actually decent person who Especially doesn't need to F&M, cheat to like, win. There's nothing to like. There's nothing to play. Like, you're playing for six dollars and like whatever, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should read your opponent's cards in the future, Chris. I guess I I was like, oh, I, I, guess, I know what yeah. this card does. Stop being and then, bad. Like, I very clearly didn't know. That. So I'm pretty sure it tilted me for the rest of the night, and I did poorly. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, yeah, that was. That's, that, funny. that's probably like the most embarrassing thing I've done in the game of Magic in quite a while. You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and my opponent had a chance to like not let me do that, and he, he didn't. He's just like, all right, go ahead. You're very convincing. Apparently. Uh, or you're just intimidating. <laughs> just like, no, oh, my, my thing dies. It's dead. <laughs> Don't you understand? <laughs> God, dead. Like, shit, shit. Okay, whatever, man. I'm trying to die, you idiot. <laughs> Did you know how to play this game? 
Okay. Oh, whatever, right. man. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> how was your week of matches, Steven? Uh, my week was... Uh, uh, did you convince your opponent that you <clears throat> lost the game when you, in fact, did not? <laughs> it was better than this, I guess. <laughs> Um, my, my past couple weeks, I played, uh, Scape Shift and Amulet. Uh, Scape Shift, if you are in our, uh, Discord, you know that I was building Scape Shift because it's a pretty cool deck. I also mentioned it a few episodes ago. Um. Pretty cool deck. Yeah, it's a pretty cool deck. I, I mean, like Bring it. Delight Scape Shift is. Yeah, okay, sorry. I played Bring Delight Scape Shift. <clears throat> I forget that there's, like, multiple versions of this deck now. I mean, uh, I try to escape forget light shift. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Uh, other than the fact that uh, just sometimes you draw the wrong half of your, your deck and it's just very disappointing. Um, I can't remember the specifics now. What do you mean? You just bring to light. Your whole deck is your half of the deck. You just want to draw <laughs> lands and bring to light, right? Like, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, but sometimes you just like need removal or you need counters to like find or bring to light. What do you need? Because Bring to Light is not a counter spell. <laughs> yeah, it is. The one it thing is, is not. not. With Teferi, it is. <laughs> it uh, could be. <laughs> um, Can you imagine? Your, your opponent's like, oh, I'm going to cast this. Like, I plus Teferi pass. So, like, oh, I cast a thing. Ah, oh, in response, a Bring to Light X4, a Cryptic Command. Ah! <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. I don't have Teferi's yet, so. It's a little lackluster, but I have like Nars. I have uh, one copy of the new Narset, a copy of the new. Uh, uh, okay, what's that card Ashiok. called? Uh, Ashiok, and a copy of the new Dovin. Dovin, okay. Mm. Um, Not sold. No, it's awful. It's completely, completely, utterly awful. I think but I'm there was to take a Dovin's <clears throat> veto on that one. <laughs> uh, there was one or game. As normal people like to say that'll be a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one game. Oh, it was the very first game that I played. It was round one, game one. Uh, my opener has all three of those cards. No, sorry, my opener has the Ashok and the and the. Uh, and the Narset. And I was like, all right, sure, whatever, I'll keep this. And then I draw the Dovin on, like, the third turn. So at some point in the game, I locked my opponent out of fetching, playing spells, and uh, and I was digging through my deck after I cryptic command my Narset to my hand and play it again to keep digging. Let Mind you, that's, like, turn 10. That's how, that's how far I had dug into my deck, and I still had not seen a Brink to Light. Yeah, man, it's fine. <laughs> just dig uh, deeper. You can always blame the What do you need to beat you? And then yeah, finally I found a I found a Brinks light and I finally did the thing. Um The other games that were less successful in locking my opponent out. I just couldn't draw the right side. Anyways, uh after after my disappointment with uh Escape Shift, I moved on to Amulet, the the, the good old amulet. And uh I got the round one by Followed by a brown two mirror. Uh, un- unfortunately, that mirror just happened to be in a more updated version of the list, where it was running the the Karn Mycosynth Lattice uh, combo. You just Crozan grip their lattice. Ah, ah, it doesn't work. No, well, I mean it does, uh, but but you have to float the mana. Yeah. Um. There was. 
you know, I was I felt really confident. I was I knew how to play the deck really well. I've been playing the deck for a while now, and I felt really confident going in, and I was crushing it in game three up until the point where he draws a Karn. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, so then he does something. Oh, he kills like he kills my amulet. His first Karn activation kills my amulet by making an artifact, and then uh, uh, what do you? He pathed it. Uh, so then, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, so then I uh, <laughs> I draw a braid, and I'm like, okay, like I have red mana, I can, I can, I can do this. He goes and fetches Mycosynth when I pass the turn, and I go to float mana. I cast the spell after it resolves, and he has a force, or not a force, a pact negation. So I'm just like, oh, well, well, I still have a, I still have a force of vigor in my deck somewhere. So I guess I'll just sit and wait for it. So it's like the Ron Howard voice. <clears throat> he didn't draw it. <laughs> <laughs> or he did and realized it also was not an out. It is an out. It is not. But, yeah, it is. It is not. Force of Vigor? It's not an out. It's not an out. Why is that not an out? Where are your green cards, bro? Ah. How Awkward. That is awkward. I didn't realize that until just now, obviously. This guy's over uh, here like, why the hell isn't this guy scooping? <laughs> like, I got an out still. I gotta find it. Um, huh, I didn't think about that. They're not green. They're colorless, huh? That's unfortunate. At least by not drawing it, you spared yourself an awkward conversation. Uh, yeah, except <laughs> the conversation that we're having now <laughs> on air. Yeah, for all on, yeah for, for everybody else to to hear. <laughs> so instead of like him and his opponent, and maybe some people standing by. Now you know the listener base. Yep. Here of this. Uh, this Anyways, uh, <laughs> so then after losing that game. Uh, I played against, oh, I played against Ponza and that whole match of three rounds of three, three games of magic lasted. I think it was like under 10 minutes game one. He goes turn two moon and I go, oh, okay. Let me just draw two more cards to see if I can do anything. Nope. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Uh, I squeak out the second one with um, a very quick two double amulet combo. And third, third game, uh, I go double amulet. He goes moon, moon. I have uh, the enchantment seal of uh, seal of primordium, seal of primordium. And then I have uh, reclamation sage in my hand with the forest in play. So I was feeling fine. I was just putting a bunch of lands into play because I could do it before, you know, until I drew like a Titan or something. But I never ended up drawing Titan or any other threat. And I died to a to a very eager. Uh, what did I die to? Something eager. Something eager. It was a blood braid. Fresh faced recruit. Was it a beaver, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, an angry beaver. Blood braid off. So yeah, that's basically uh, an angry beaver. Basically an angry beaver. Uh, There's even two of them. I, I just died to a bunch of hits the face from it, and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's, it happens, I guess. Wow, it's like a lightning bolt every turn. I know, see, right? Even even when you think you have all the answers to beat Ponza, you still can't actually beat Ponza. Which is funny because I had the answers. I just did. I I just drew the wrong side of my deck. 
That's yeah, where that, you're wrong, kiddo. That reminds me of the game where I played against Ponza and they didn't Stone Rain or Blood Moon me a single time and I still couldn't win that game. They killed you with like a Thundermaw Hellkite, right? It was like worse than that. It was like a Glorybringer or something. <laughs> I just like had five lands in play and could never draw six land. It was unreal. Get yeah. He like never even Stone Rain me. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we know. just need to get Died better, man. Tasty 4-4 for 5, whatever. So, uh, John, please tell us you have some better news than than both of our stories. Um, I mean, not really. Uh, I played <laughs> Blue Red Phoenix the uh, week before last, and it was fine. Um, I'm like a goldfish, so my memory is very, very poor. So I don't remember exactly what went down. I think I went like 2-2. Two and two. Um, I played... I remember I played a match against Infect where we played two games and went to time and I won at 101. Uh and then I played um the same person this week with blue red wizards and uh one two oh with like two minutes left on the clock. So that was that was cool. Uh <laughs> But uh, blue red phoenix is fine. I'm trying not to play like blue white decks, or I was I was trying not to play blue white last week because I figured I'd be playing a lot of blue white once Modern Horizons came out. So I wanted to play something different. So I played phoenix. Um, it was fine. Phoenix is cool. Um, I just didn't have a very good evening. But this past week I played a really sweet blue red wizard slash delver slash arcanist deck. Um, arcanist is a wizard. He is a wizard. Uh, so I saw a rug arcanist list uh, that someone was playing, and it was like just green for a Tarkus command, basically. And so you can like a Tarkus command your Dreadhorde arcanist and, you know, do like massive damage. Um, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross, yeah. Um, so you play like, uh, you know, your one drop prowess guys, Delver and Dreadhorde. Uh, and then you got some Wizards Lightnings in there. So I took the list and I cut the green out, basically, just to play blue red. Um, and they weren't really playing, like, any counter magic at all. Like, none. Uh, hmm. And I was like, I want to play counter magic. So I just, like, crammed Force of Negation into the deck. <laughs> um, and As you do. I had two, and I had two Fiery Islets, and I felt like I wanted four of both, like, almost every game. I just wanted, like, Fiery Islet and Wizard's Lightning all the time. Or not Wizard's Lightning, I'm sorry, Force of Negation. Um, and so my substitution for the, uh, the Tarkus commands were Haze of Rage, which was, uh, pretty sweet. Not going to lie. Um, Haze of Rage. Yeah. If you haven't heard of that not one, quite the same card, but it's, uh, uh, it's a one in a red sorcery. It's got buyback for two it says creatures you control get plus one plus O oh until end of turn. <laughs> uh, it also has storm. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that's, a, that's an important note, bud. Maybe, yeah, maybe leave uh, with that one. Yeah, it's, it's also a sorcery. Yeah, it's a sorcery, so you know. Uh, so on, like, three mana, you can, like, cantrip or bolt something or whatever, and you can haze of rage, and, you know, all your creatures get plus two, plus two. Your Dreadhorde Arcanist is now uh, at two or more power. And you attack, and you can Haze of Rage again off of the Arcanist, which storms again, and you can make some pretty beefy boys that way. 
Um, and you can also, if you have enough mana, you can buy back a Haze of Rage off of Dreadhorde Arcanist. Um, Dreadhorde Arcanist uh, says if it would go to the graveyard this turn, exile it instead. And buyback says if it would, uh, it just says if you do pay the buyback, put it into your hand as it resolves. So it never hits the yard. Um, so you can, um, if you have four mana, Haze of Rage, attack, uh, Haze of Rage, pay the buyback, and put it back in your hand for next turn. So you can kind of uh, chain some really big damage turns together that way. Um, so it's pretty sweet. Um, so this deck was pretty cool. I sat down the very first round and played against Esper Tempo, and it was a fucking nightmare matchup. Was, they were playing like Discard, Fatal Push, Path to Exile. So I'm like over here trying to play like two for ones, you know, Force of Negation to protect my guy. And I've got like three mutagenic growths in my deck for pumping my prowess guys and protecting from bolts. And their stuff doesn't care about mutagenic growth at all. And then they have Teferi, which is a fucking nightmare. Turns off all my instants. And then they were also playing um, Spell Queller. It was, it was awful. <laughs> so bad. I just got fucking wrecked by this, this pile of cards. Uh, and then I tore through Burn. Um, I just outraced Burn. I like locked them under their own um, Eidolon of the Great Revolt. Um, basically, just like put some flyers into play and put them in a position where um, I attacked. And if they cast anything, they would. They were at three, so if they cast anything, they would get a trigger off of their Eidolon, and then I could Vapor Snag it in response, deal a damage, and if they cast anything else, they would immediately die. Um, so I did that. And then I played against Infect, had the really long match when that went 2-0, uh, just because I'm playing like three Vapor Snags, uh, four Lightning Bolts, a Lava Dart, and three Wizards Lightning, so I have just like a pile of fucking removal in my deck. And then I played against Jund, and um, I think it was like the first game I had like the Insano like delver into um vapor snag your bob hit you for three um and then they like replay bob and i bolted it at the end of their turn and then i like untapped put an arcanist on the board and then force a negation their liliana and that was like the game basically <laughs> like they just like couldn't couldn't play magic at that point um i had just so much more card advantage uh, and then I lost the next two games pretty convincingly, so that was sweet. <laughs> uh, only having two Force Negations felt really bad. Um, I just, like, couldn't stop the, like, cards that really mattered. And in our third game, they had, like, Goyf, Scoos, Kitchen Finks, Bloodbraid into Kitchen Finks. And I just couldn't couldn't deal with, like, just the massive pile of, like, big boy bodies. <laughs> so, uh, the deck feels really sweet. I definitely want more uh free interaction and more ways to turn my mana into cards so only having two fiery eyelets felt pretty bad i definitely would want four uh, i felt like i was flooding a lot on only 18 lands um so i don't know if delver is like playable in modern again but it's definitely a lot more playable than it ever has been in the past so that's cool and there's also the option to play just the really aggressive rug version that this other player has with the atarkas commands 
it's way more shields down because it doesn't really have any counter magic, but it just pushes damage way faster. It's kind of like an all-in, like... I've been blown up by that deck on turn three. So. Yeah. It pushes a lot of damage really <laughs> fast. So, um, it's a little bit more fragile, I feel like, but it also kills you way faster when it has good draws, so, I don't know, trade-offs. Um, that was kind of it. I haven't really played Legacy, unfortunately. I'm hoping to find some time this week to do that. Um, so I think that kind of wraps us up on our roundup, unless either of you has anything else you want to bring up. Nope. Nah. Okay, so we're going to move into um, kind of the terror of Magic Online right now, and that is this new uh, Hogak Bridgevine deck. Um, we're kind of going to go over the deck real quick for people who have been living under a rock. Um, so Hogak, he protect, he attack. But most importantly, he come back. Does he really protect? I don't think he protects at all. <laughs> just protects. Well, they say good offense is good defense, so yeah, all, all that's he, the case. He's he's fucking Mother Teresa. Mr. Attack your deck. Mr. Attack your face. <laughs> he do all the attack. Um, so the engine of this deck is um, basically Altar of Dementia, uh, Hogak, Arisa Necropolis, and Bridge from Below, and there's a lot of cards supporting it, but that's kind of the core loop you're trying to set up. Um, so you've also got Carrion Feeder as a sack outlet, Gravecrawler as a recursive um, creature you can cast and sack, which also works well if you're Bridge from Below engine. So I mean, if, if you're familiar at all with the Bridgevine decks, so when, I think like, it's right around Stitcher Supplier was printed? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's when it comes Bridgevine to Bridgevine became really popular. So it's essentially that deck minus the Bushwhackers and Hugax and Alters instead. Yeah, you have a much more powerful engine instead of this like aggro plan, basically. They took out all the like uh zero mana artifact garbage for Vengevine and uh they because they were playing like ballistas and hanger backwalkers, right? Like yeah. get all that so garbage out of here. It's it's very much less a uh Vengevine deck than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But it's also much more disgusting than it used to be. So Stitcher Supplier and Insolent Neolinate are kind of how you load up the yard, um, along with Faithless Loading, of course. Number one enemy uh, for people that don't want to get uh, beat by graveyard decks, Faithless Loading uh, kind of does it all. Um, so the way the loop works is if you have uh, a Hogak, uh, or let's say you have some creatures in play and a, um, a Altar of Dementia and your bridge, you can cast your Hergak from the graveyard uh let's say you uh milled it over if your stitcher supplier you uh delve and convoke it into play you now have uh, a gak you have alter you sack a gak <laughs> and you mill over eight cards of your own deck and that puts a bunch of crap into the yard you get a zombie from the bridge below uh and then you can keep doing that once you hit two bridges Every time you hagak, you actually are going up it's cards. It's free, basically. Yeah. So if you have two bridges, an altar and a hagak, you can just infinitely cast your hagak again. Because the hagak dies, you sack it to altar, you mill eight cards, five of which you can delve away to replay it, and you get two zombies from sacking him, which you use to convoke, and bam, hagak is back. So you get three cards left over every single time, assuming you have no other cards in the yard to delve with or whatever, until you hit more bridges so then you're netting zombies off of every time you're sacking him 
And then once you get enough of extra zombies, you just sack the multi your opponent yep. until they have no cards and they die. Failing that, you have a giant pile of zombies. Let's say your opponent has an Emrakul or something. You can just un- let them go, untap, and then kill them with a bunch of zombies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could even just like cast sack, a gag. like cast a gag three times, and all of the stupid Venge Vines that you milled from doing that come into play and attack your opponent. Not to mention all the stupid zombies that have been sitting here. Also, he's just an 8-8 that you can cast for free sometimes. And some decks just can't, like, beat a random 8-8 with Trample. Yeah, he also Trample. <laughs> so, it's like this degenerate combo deck that has a really good plan B. Yeah. And it's plan C <laughs> if you get, uh, you know, hated out by Rust in Peace or something. is not bad either. I mean, you're playing a bunch of, like... You're playing, like, Gravecrawler, which is a 2-1 for 1. You've got Bloodgast, which is, you know, a 2-1 for 2 um you've got a carry on feeder which makes removal a little awkward like if your opponent like just mills down to a grave hate card and has nothing else going on you can just kill them with very anemic beats pretty like i mean vengevine's a four mana four powered haste creature yeah like so you just beat them down like if they if they give you a bunch of time you just kill them with your random dudes like you've got you know 18 lands in your deck like you can definitely play a uh like a bad zoo deck like a really bad zoo deck so I've seen some lists like even sideboarding the the bushwhacker plan. Yep. Probably um, in anticipation of like you know pressing pieces or something. Just fine. I'll just play a bunch of idiots and just beat you down with some whackers. And the deck is pretty decent against the hate cards. Um, there's a couple ways you can take the sideboard plan. Um, some players are just playing a bunch of nature's claims and thought seizes, um, like assassin trophy effects and. Uh, Oftentimes they play their own Leyline of the Voids for the mirror. Um, and the other way you can take it is you can play Evoke creatures like um, Ingot Chewer to get artifacts and Wismayer to get enchantments. Um, that build of the deck uh, will play uh, one Overgrown Tomb that they can fetch for to enable that. And those are cool because if your opponent's playing uh, something like a Digger's Cage, um, you can still, I believe, get triggers from Bridge Room Below when you sack it because it's an evoke effect. So the creature still comes into play and dies, and then you can get zombies. Um, so that's kind of nifty. Um, yeah, the deck is just really consistent, really powerful, and it's really forcing people to play a lot of Grave Hate. And so part of the problem is everyone's been really leaning on Surgical Extraction to combat these Phoenix decks and dredge and um surgical extraction is not actually very good against this deck um there's kind of a lot of uh pieces that um move around and you kind of if you deal with one of them they still have a pretty good you know alternative game plan and your window for actually surgicaling stuff can be quite small because um let's say your opponent like mills some cards over and lo and behold they mill their hagak into the graveyard and you're like great i'm gonna surgical that well they have priority because there's nothing on the stack and they can just cast their hagak before you ever get priority and it's too late um so perhaps you could surgical their bridge from belows and block them off that way but they still have an 8-8 trampler in play and they might just kill you with that so oh another thing to know hagak <laughs> is a zombie yeah so uh one thing in the old builds of bridge fine is grave call was actually pretty hard to cast from the graveyard because the only zombies in the deck were grave crawlers 
Yeah, they, got a, they have a lot of zombies now. Carrion Feeder is kind of a uh, a star card in this deck from the new set. Uh, it really enables your backdoor aggro plan by looping grave crawlers, and it is itself a zombie. So if you have a carrion yeah, so feeder, you can just sack the grave crawler and keep casting it from your graveyard to trigger your vengeful. Yeah, it builds some pretty big uh, carrion feeders in the process, which is really gross. Um, yeah, the deck when it's just not going off and killing you on turn three just has like a really good beatdown plan from the graveyard. Yeah, it's still a very good value-oriented deck from the graveyard. So. Carrion feeder was a huge add. Yeah. Like, getting this big beater is way better than getting pretty useless scries from your Vistra Seer. Yeah. Altar of Dementia is really scary too, kind of like a must-answer card. Uh, when it comes down, it turns any mill into a potential Hagak. Uh, you can just start kind of going off, which is really scary. Um, I guess I shouldn't say it turns into Hagak. It just means Hagak is turned on immediately as soon as they, they cast it. So if um, if they have an altar and they mill over Hagak, you can, you know, I guess if you have an answer, you can kill the altar right there. But if you don't have an answer... Like that comes into play, they can immediately sack it to the altar and just kind of start doing their business. So that's a scary one. <laughs> so even if you have an answer to the altar in your hand, they can still sack a bunch of stuff in response. And if yeah. they find Hagak, they can probably just cast it from the yard. And again, you're in this position where, oh, I have an answer for what they're trying to do, kind of, but now I have to beat this 8 8. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the deck has legs, it's got a lot of legs. Hagak is full of legs because it's made of a bunch of bodies. Look at all these legs. So dense. Anyways, I don't think we really want to talk about this all podcast because basically everyone's talking about this deck and all the implications, but what you need to know is it is super busted and it's warping a lot of the ways people are building decks uh, on Moto and probably also in paper for any upcoming tournaments. Um, we're seeing blue-white decks shove Rust in Peace back into their main deck, People are running 4x Lay One of the Void and Ravenous Traps in the board. Um, it's scary. It will beat you if you're not prepared. It will probably beat you even if you are prepared. Um, it's gross. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, I think it's hard to kind of talk about where Modern's going to be um, moving forward. So all these new cards hit the format but Hagak has kind of overshadowed a lot of the other powerful things that are going on in this new set. Whether it's flavor of the week and people are going to, you know, figure an answer for the deck and move on, or if stuff is going to get banned, I think it's safe to say that there is a lot more to Modern Horizons than just this Hagak deck, and I don't think we're going to see that at the top levels of play while it's still a contender. So if you're looking for modern um premiere events stuff like the challenge or an seg event or anything like that i think you're going to see a lot of bridgevine decks at the top of the rankings and a lot of people trying to beat dredgevine uh dredgevine decks bridgevine decks um so until that kind of blows over i think we're not going to see the true shape of how modern horizon has changed the format but i think we got a little peek into what at least is possible with the modern league results that went up on uh mtg goldfish today and so we want to take some time just digging through a pile of sweet decks and i think chris you uh, so, wanted to point yeah, out a quick, disclaimer quick disclaimer 
Uh, due to the fact that they've changed the league structure on MTGO, there's no longer a differentiation between friendly leagues and competitive leagues. So previously only 5-0 lists from competitive leagues would get posted, but now there's only just modern leagues. So all the a bunch of 5-0 lists are going to get posted much more now so than before. Because the I think the like the number of players in the keyword is like, oh, I think it's like over double. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. So there's just tons of people playing modern online. So we're going to have a bunch of um, arguably not even that great decks 5-0-ing. But yeah. at the same time, there's a lot of sweet stuff. Yeah. So they're only, Wizards is only publishing the decks that are like discernibly different from each other. I forget. Is it a 10 card, 15 card difference or whatever? Like 15 or 20 cards. Yeah. So all, almost every bridge, every bridge vine deck that 5-0 is, there's probably going to be one, maybe two. Uh, list that end up on the league list so you are not getting a full picture of what decks are doing well in the format overall but what we are getting is a list of all the different decks that have at least five owed that are 15 cards or whatever different from one another and everyone is out in force testing new cards and there is a lot of really sweet tech and developments in today's league list so I think we're just going to walk through it top to bottom and kind of we're going to skim over the ones that aren't really too interesting or different from what people have been doing in the past. And we're going to kind of try to focus in on the ones that are really interesting and new and just kind of call out stuff that's generally sweet and different. Um, I guess the first one on the list is an Azorius control deck. And it's pretty standard. I don't think there's too much to talk about unless yeah, anyone whatever yeah next. It's, it's monastery mentor on the sideboard cool whatever <laughs> uh next deck is uh a ponza deck but is it really ponza anymore i mean kind of it's still a uh turn two blood moon deck with utopia sprawl and arborel but there's only four pillages here no not a single copy of stone rain yeah pillage is a cool ad right it's just better than stone rain what well, is double red so it's better than molten rain that's true. Oh, do all I of guess them have the also... can't be regenerated class? Just pillage, I think. Just pillage. Oh, and that that's why probably right because it's just I guess it's it's cool against the the word X right like you can kill their bridge and they can't uh, they can't regenerate it. Yeah, they can't do anything about it. That's kind of nifty. I guess technically, Karn's a stone rain. If you um, get your liquid metal coating, you can just plus on their lands and kill their lands that way. <laughs> Yeah, so it's got a car in the Great Creator package, just like every mid-range deck does these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting, two seasoned Pyromancers. Didn't really think of Ponza as a Pyromancer deck, but here we are. Yeah, I think that's going to be a recurring theme, is there's going to be a lot of sweet decks just kind of testing out seasoned Pyromancer, which is probably why the card is 17 ticks online. <laughs> <laughs> and like $7 in paper. <laughs> yeah, it's even more than paper. Um, so yeah, this deck's cool. It's got a Domri and Archibolus, kind of cool uh, tech against the blue-white decks, make your, your duders uncounterable. Pile of Kitchen Finks and Anger of the Gods on the board. It's cool. It's Ponza, but it's it's cool Ponza. Uh, third deck on the list is a black-red deck by someone named uh, Acousti, and I think this deck is sweet. Uh, I'm super hype about this deck. It is a value pile, which everyone that listens to the p podcast probably knows that I love. Uh, it's playing four Dreadhorde Arcanists. It's got two Season Pyromancers. 
It's got some one Oscar, got a one Grim Lava Mancer, one young uh, young Pyromancer, and a Rebel Master, and a Kalidus. This is that that sweet kind of answers for various decks. Uh, and then it's just got a pile of really good one drops: Faithless Looting, Fatal Push, Inquisition, Thoughtseize, Unearth, and then it's got um, some removal, Kolgon's Command, and two Blood Moons. And this deck looks like it can grind like a motherfucker. <laughs> You know, I, for for a second, I kind of thought that you created a new Moto account just to just to make this a five zero, <laughs> and just so you could talk about it. Oh man, it's it's so sweet. Uh, it's oh, it's got Bob too. Like oh, it's, it's just right up your alley. Oh, it's it's so up my alley. Like it's like Mardu Pyromancer, but with all those crap cards taken out and just like a, a bunch of sweet value cards instead. Like. Get out of here, lingering souls. And, yeah, like reckless charge. Uh, yeah, reckless charge. Oh man, reckless charge. Your dreadhorde Arcanist. Ah man, flashback Colgon's command off of it. Is this value? Oh, like fan me. I got the vapors. Um, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, this, this deck is super sweet. <laughs> um, but I don't want to spend the whole podcast talking about it. Uh, it's got a plague engineer in the board, which is cool. Uh, I think there's kind of a, a decent number of those kind of lurking around in people's sideboards too. So. I think John's just attracted to this deck because of the sheer number of one ofs. Oh, yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's real good. <laughs> oh, and it's got four ofs of like all the right cards, like Bob and, and Dreadhorde. I wonder why it doesn't run more Unearth. I feel uh, like it's a know. pretty good card in this deck. I mean, it is. Well, it, but... it, is it only hits. Well, it doesn't hit all your creatures. Like Earl Master doesn't get, Seer's Power Master doesn't get, Kalidas doesn't get. What? It does get no, Pyromancer. Gets drops, right? Yeah, it gets yeah. three drops, sir. So it just doesn't get Cleese? Holy crap. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why it doesn't run more. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I mean, you you got a lot of stuff going on already, right? But like, it's like, I if guess. the aren't dying, it's not doing anything. It's like, I don't know. It cycles. It cycles, yeah. yeah. Two, two mana cycles like, not very good. I mean, it's better than honest. not doing anything, right? <laughs> I mean, sure, it's better than, like, uh, Claim Fame. Yeah, yeah I would take it. I would take two more over, like... There's like a one of Burst Lightning and a one of Grim Mancer. I'd probably take it over those. Oof, man. Joke's on you when you lose to a Wingy deck. Over Grim Mancer? The card's really strong. You can unearth your Grim Mancer. Oh. That's true, yeah. And more Pyromancers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, this deck's sweet. Uh, next deck on the list, Chris. You've uh, you've played against something kind of like this, right? Oh, this... Yeah, so I played against the... Somewhat similar to this, um, not exactly. It is a Devoted Druid deck with four Finale of Devastation. Yeah, and Ella, Ella Domri's Call as well, which is kind of nifty. Yeah, so this is a, this is a deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's kind of similar to what we've already seen with these kinds of decks, except they're not playing Court of Calling. They're just playing Finale and Ella, Ella Domri's Oh. Yeah. Finale is just a huge buff for this deck, right? Like Yeah, so you know, make a bunch of mana. Oh, but you don't have a, you know, what do you call? Stupid Dustwalk recruiter. Yeah. But you have Finale. Just you can go get a Dustwatch recruiter and buff your team while you're at it. Yeah. And they gained access to Giver of Runes to protect the combo. Um the this deck just seems way more consistent than it used to be, right? Like Oh man, yeah, and then they, they're playing incubation incongruity. Incubation is like a, like a. How would you describe it? It's commune with nature. 
Yeah, Commune of Nature, thank you. I knew there was a card that did like the that, same thing. That's also a um a pong- pongify, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so you mainly use the incubation, but it also doubles as uh backdoor removal, although Incagrity only gets creatures unlike Beast Within, unfortunately. Um but it is an instant, so that's nice. Um yeah, I don't know, it's deck sweet. It's uh, really redundant. It's got powerful stuff going on. It has a tiny little bit of toolbox uh, Enos going on with a walking ballista. Actually, I guess walking ballista is part of the kill, but it has a scavenging yeah, use and not of autumn. Tireless tracker, autumn of night. Yeah. Couple um, of woods. There's a collector oof in the sideboard you can go fetch up to put, the, put the hammer on. Oof. Give him the oof. Oof. Do the also, big oof. a plague engineer you can go. Yeah. Uh, Forge, Forge tender is also quite nice. Yeah, it's just. Uh, just good. And uh, Finale Devastation um, not being limited to green creatures like Green Sun Zenith is, is like pretty big game for a deck like this, so that's uh, quite nice. Um, moving on, the next deck is a, a War Prison deck, but it's not a War Prison deck like we've been seeing. Uh, they got some big ads in uh, in the new set. And, um, Papa Urza. Yeah, Urza, Lord Lord High Artificer. I want to. I wanted to say Urza High Lord Artificer, but it is Lord High Artificer. Uh, this card's insane. Um, I've played against it, and uh, I got I got paddled pretty fucking hard. I did not respect. Uh, this thing just like goes off. Like basically, once the the word deck puts an Urza into play, they don't ever have to cast anything again. They just like really? pay five every turn and just dump shit into play. Huh. <laughs> And like this is an, an incredible amount of card advantage. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, and so the 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 thing that might get overlooked too is you know you think oh it just dumps like a zero zero into play, well that zero zero is a fucking hefty boy really fast, Real like, really fast. Uh, this card just like kills you out of nowhere, um, and it dumps more crap into play. That's an artifact that pumps the the token um it just does a lot of stuff for the deck it provides mana it provides a blocker if need be it provides a win con if need be it's just uh repeated card advantage the card's insane <laughs> um yeah it's like or just the table you kind of want to kill this urza because it turns all the artifacts into well mock sapphires <laughs> but then you kill that and you're still left behind with this massive construct yeah it's really scary <laughs> And this deck's also playing the um, Stop Your Sword combo. Seems pretty good when you're sort of the meek task for blue mana. Yeah, and uh, Goblin Engineer is a new add. I, man, this, so I'm not usually the type of person that likes playing these Mox Opal decks, but uh, Goblin Engineer has me like really excited, because I actually really like Thopter Sword um, decks quite a bit, and I'm always always sad that people were always pairing Thopter Sword of Opal, because I like wanted to play Thopter Sword in like, a more fair deck. But Goblin Engineer is just crazy with Thopter Sword. Um, it gets both halves of the combo and just dumps either one into the yard and then you can get it back. Like, oh, it's just, it's so gross. It's like Stoneforge Mystic, basically, is what it feels like to me. But Interesting. It doesn't even have to do that. Like, you can just go get your Ensnaring Ridge or your whatever. It's like just another, it's just another Duder for whatever you wanted. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really gross. You know, sack your Icar Wellspring, get your Instaring Bridge. This is like the seems good. This is the exact type of deck I was talking about that I think would just be really busted if it wasn't for all the Hookax stuff going on. Like everyone's playing like all this grave hate like in their deck right now because they just can't beat the Hookax deck otherwise. Like this deck, like the engineer plan is not very good against the grave hate, right? Like and like the Doctor Sword's not very good. Like fortunately they have enough of a like solid 
game plan going on without the graveyard that they can probably like sneak through. But I'm sure this deck would really enjoy existing in a format that did not have such a density of grave hate floating around, right? Sure. I mean, people said like the the prison decks where prison decks got really nerfed by the fact that everyone was trying out Karn. Yeah. But I mean, it's Urza has the ability to make mana off the artifacts, not the artifacts themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and nice. Club Engineer doesn't care about Karn either. Yeah. So you still get to do a lot of what you want to do with your deck. In the face of a null rod, basically. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Arkham's Astrolabe in this I was, deck. I was yeah. just about to ask you, what is the hype behind this card? Uh, Arkham's Astrolabe? It's yeah. really good. It's just really good fixing. Um, this deck probably doesn't take advantage of it as much as other decks, although being a, a, a cantripping artifact is nice. Um, but so it's in most, more often decks, than not, is it just like a one-mana draw card? Yeah, but... It fixes your in mana. In this deck, yes. Yeah. In a lot of other decks, it fixes your mana very effectively, which is quite nice in three or more color decks. Uh, interesting. Um, yeah, it's and just being a snowboard effect is like very reasonable. Um I think some people are playing this with Snowlands to turn on um the snow anger type card. I forget what it's called. Um and people are calling it um Snow Luge. S- snow Luge, yeah, because it's kind of like a toxic deluge. Um, the one that does damage equal to the number of snow permanents you control to non-snow creatures. Um, so Astrolabe really kind of powers that up. Same thing with Scred. Not cards that are in this deck, but um, yeah. Powerful deck. A lot of cool stuff going on. I like seeing the word deck move more in this direction. I think Prison decks are pretty lame. Um, this deck isn't even... I don't think it's even playing... Uh, it's playing one bridge in the main deck. And I think some people aren't even playing any at all in some versions, just because Thopter Sword kind of, you know, fogs. Um, It's almost the same thing if it's online. I think this type of deck is way cooler than Ensnaring Bridge. Like, I don't know. Ensnaring Bridge is just super lame and and boring to me, but Thopter Sword's cool because it's like making a bunch of freaking Thopters and attacking. I don't know. It's kind of an arbitrary personal preference thing, but uh, I'm way more interested in this type of deck now that it's moving in this direction. Uh... Unfortunately, this deck is unbelievably expensive. Yeah, Mox yeah. Opal, still not reprinted. Don't well, know why. Well, even... Please watch the... I mean, even like... like Bridge costs a billion dollars, Opal costs a billion dollars, Urza costs a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Urza, Urza is, like, new, and it's, like, almost $50 a piece now? Close to well, it. Well, if you want to play a cheap deck, we got another one right here on the list for you. The next one is Burn, featuring... Pass. It's Burn, but... With the the sack draw card lands, yeah, Sun of Canyon. Well, they have that is all. Hey, they have four harsh mentors in the sideboard, and someone pointed out today to me that this is a sweet tech against the Hagak decks. Uh, every time you want to activate your altar or any of that crap, it pings them for two. It's pretty for hot. Harsh mentor, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's sweet. Like, it's like hate against the grave deck that still just like is good against other decks and beats for two. Like, it's pretty hot for burn. They still played yeah. two Rest in Peace, though. <laughs> kind of gross. Anyways, yeah, it's Burn. Uh, next deck on the list is uh, a mono black vampire deck. I think this is what you were talking about, right, Chris, when you were saying that there might be some stuff that is not necessarily at the tippy top of the uh, competitive viability uh, yeah, curve. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 just can't, I just can't be convinced that this is, like, the next big thing in modern. But... Um, but you don't think Call to the Nether Void is a top tier card? <laughs> or or Nether World? Call the Bloodline? Yeah, Call the Bloodline. Man, it's. 
it's a bitter blossom that requires you to pay one discard a card and do it only once a turn. Oof. It has they have lifelink at least. I don't know. Yeah, this deck is interesting. <laughs> uh it seems like it beats down pretty well. Got some yeah, I mean, indulgent yes. aristocrats and some some asylum visitors and cordial vampire being a big ad. What I think is marginally funny is that uh, it's a mono black deck playing all these fetch lands because of Bodgast, and none of the fetch lands are um, prismatic vista. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. There's a zombie list way down lower that's actually splashing white, but not playing any planes. That's, that's playing four vistas. Wonder if it's just a card availability thing, or maybe maybe they already had these fetches, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, First in my list though, a lot of fours. Four, 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 four. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Out of the decks we've been through so far, this one has uh, four Leyland of the Void in the sideboard. Uh, the Burn deck doesn't have any Leyland of the Void. We're Prison, four Leyland of the Void. Uh, Druid deck, no Leylands. The Black Red deck, uh, no Leylands. Okay. There's a lot of Leyland of the Voids so far. Just Although, saying. So the two decks that you said no Leyland, they have rest pieces. Yeah. Anyways, a lot of Leyland of the Void, so people are warping their sideboards pretty hard to beat this Agak deck. Even Although, Ponza, full YOLO. Yeah. Not a single piece of Graveyard 8. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, you know who doesn't give a shit? The next deck on our list. It's the Neobrand deck. It's still around. Uh, if you want to you wanna beat the Hagak deck, which, you know, kills people on turn 3 sometimes, why don't you just kill them on turn 2? I don't know. Just go a little faster. You know? Yeah, a little, a little faster, man. Just uh, pick it up a notch. I don't know. Get you uh, some nourishing shoals. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think there's really anything new added to the deck from the new set. Let's see here. Ah, yes, four oxidize. That's a card. I'm, I, I, I don't. Were they trying to answer Grabtigger's cage? I don't even know. That's uh, that's baffling to me. I mean, oh man. This this person is playing three Autumn's Veil, Chris. We found it. We found the deck that benefits from the uh, the new from, uh, what, Summer's, Summer's Veil. Autumn, Summer's Veil. Summer's Veil in M twenty, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, we found the deck. Although this this only cost one, the new one cost two. So I don't even know if they'd still play it. <laughs> the new one also only costs one. Is it? I thought it was one in the, one of the green. Is no, it still just one? one? Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Just swap them right out. Boom. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's near brand. Whatever. Uh, next one on the list is a Mono Red Prison deck. It's the same deck that they've been playing for a while now, I think. Anything new? Nope, nope. Uh, oh, some Ravenous Traps. Yep, yep. I mean, I guess you can see the current package is new, but I mean, that's not, like, new to Modern Horizons. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Mono Red Prison. That's cool. Uh, next one on the list, uh, it's, uh, Green Black Rock. Uh, this deck is, uh, running two of the new Nurturing Peatland. That's the Horizon Canopy for Green Black. Um, I think that's a pretty cool add into this type of archetype. Um, being able to turn your lands into card advantage is always very desirable in a mid-range deck. And uh, they've also got two Unearth, which I think is a pretty nice fit with their tireless trackers and goives and bobs. Uh, it seems like a lot of these uh, GVX or Black X mid-range decks have been playing some number of Unearth uh, to keep their value creatures or their big beaters on the battlefield. One and thing I'd like to point out, is uh, it's playing all snow covered. Man, yeah, I was just about to say something about that. Remember and how I said we we're I, just going to start bluffing with all snow covered lands? Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially in a deck like this, too, where they could easily be playing um, Deluge. 
snow luge or snow luge yeah. yeah um they're not but they easily could be and it just makes um, their opponent think like oh wow well i guess i have to look out for that can't commit yeah yes yeah, so, you know all you guys out there who have your fancy basic lands your judge promos your gurus throw them in the trash yep gone for good technically correct to be playing snow lands oh man you know if it gets to a point isn't there like a snow land hate card that exists is it going to be correct to like play that in some decks <laughs> that'd be hilarious where Snowlands don't untap and it's only like a one man enchantment or something like that i forget what it is there is a snow hate card um we'll look it up later and and uh and slot that in but yeah <laughs> um so they're also playing a collector oof in the board along with uh three plague engineers who baby uh that is uh that is a cool card for these type of grindy decks. Uh, not only does it uh, work like an engineered plague for, you know, I don't know, human, spirit, merfolk. Uh, it also has death touch. So uh, you can bring it in against decks playing big beefy boys. And it's still somewhat effective as just a plague rat. Yeah, 30 mana plague rat. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Actually, typhoid rat? Typhoid rat? I don't know. There's a lot of rats with death touch. Sedge scorpion? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's cool to see green black still tangling with the rest of the format um they seem to have just gone kind of light on the grave hate with just a cage two extractions and two scooses in the 75 oh they have two main deck night hill spell bombs so i guess that's kind of where they're they're pulling some value i don't know it seems a little light on the grave hate um but uh i don't know maybe the maybe the spell bombs are okay uh next on the list we have a fucking pile <laughs> this deck is sweet i haven't seen a pile like this in a while so it's like you're you go to FNM and you're there with your friend who doesn't really play magic that much, but they know how creatures work and how they attack and stuff, and you just hand them this. Just hand them this deck. It's got thirty creatures in it. All of them are pretty vanilla. Not a whole lot of going on there. I guess they might have to figure out how Tarmogwife works, but I mean not that really that hard. <laughs> uh and they come as vanilla as possible. Wooly Thoktar. Four copies. Literally a vanilla creature. Five four for three, man. Strong. <laughs> uh I like that um Figure of Destiny has been given a firm boot in favor of a uh, hex drinker. It's uh it's cool. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, I'm telling you this this card's great. Hex drinker yeah, is such a great card. Got pro instance. Eventually. 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 Yeah. It is uh, a snake. I do like that there are three main deck collector oofs in uh in this deck. You know, it's just Why? a bear. It's so weird. I feel uh, like it was better two mana bears. It, because it stops um, Alter of uh, Dimension. Yep. Oh, okay. It's hate against the uh, against the Hagak deck. Right. It's also hate against Engineered Explosives, and it's also good against the Word deck. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, maybe uh, outside, maybe we should just think of those decks, like outside of the Hagak deck. Maybe those are just like the broken decks right now. Yeah, the Collector Oof deck. No, collector oof is like is is like the thing that you're gonna everybody's gonna start playing because the <laughs> other decks are just so busted. I feel like you just still like get crushed by the like the backup plan that doesn't involve alter of dementia. True. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, four yeah, blood red elf. Your recursive eight eight versus woolly thoctor. Mm, yeah, I don't know. You uh, also only seem to have one path in the main deck to su- uh, supplement the three in the sideboard. <laughs> they uh they want their removal to go to the face with four lightning bolts and three lightning helixes so 
This deck is pushing damage. They also have two copies of Sunbaked Canyon and three Horizon Canopy, so they can effectively turn land-heavy draws into more uh, dudes to beat in your face with. Uh, yeah, this deck's cool. Free Ranger Captain of Eos as well. Uh, you can go fetch up get uh, you a, hex a hex drinker. Yeah, I guess hex drinker is kind of cool here. So you actually have something uh, beefy to fetch up with your ranger captain. Uh, gives you some answers against combo decks too with the silence effect. Uh, yeah, this deck just seems pretty pretty well constructed. Uh, it, it beats down really hard and seems pretty consistent. Uh, beats, four rest beats, in peace. beats. Four rest in peace in the sideboard. <laughs> just saying. Four rest in peace. And three thalias, uh, which is dope. Next on the list, I think this is the first time I've ever been excited about a Merfolk deck. It's Merfolk. It's got, I'm still not excited about this Merfolk it's, deck. It's still it's, uninterested. It's got, it's got four main deck, Force of Negation. That's kind of cool. Is it? Or is it, or is like, sure. like, I mean, if you're, Whatever. if like, I mean, it's just like what you should do. It's free. I mean, yeah. Wrath it's, of it's God. Good. No, go away. Get Anger out. the Gods. No, go Get away. <laughs> Supreme Verdict? Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> so maybe with four Force of Negations in their deck, Merfolk might be able to beat an opponent who draws a single copy of Engineer Explosives. True. True. You know what they need to do? They just need to splash green. Play a Collector Oof. You're so right. You're yeah, so right. <laughs> you are so right. Oh, man. Yeah, so then they wouldn't have to play four Grafdigger's Cage and a Ravenous Trap in the board. That's true. Is uh yeah four four graphics cage the Jesus ravenous Christ. trap the ravenous trap is what gets me yeah, <laughs> out of is, out of it's, all it's, the cards you choose that this is, one that's the poor man's leyline of the void sir. I guess, that's what I'm yeah. playing that's what if you're I, only going to play trap. one leyline of the void you might as well play ravenous trap yep that's true uh so yeah it's uh it's Marfolk aside from that it's uh it's Marfolk okay moving on uh. This next deck is a blue-black fairies deck, uh, sporting new edition. And so I've heard a lot of people talking about this card as like the new hotness, and you're gonna see this card at least two, maybe three more times, I think, in this uh, deck dump, which is like mind blowing to me. That's fairy seer. It's a it's a blue mana for a one one yeah, flyer. It's a one mana fairy that does something. It, it scries too when an ETVs. It's a fairy wizard. Uh, I guess this card is like uh it's the hotness. It's a it's a decent fairy that turns on spellsetter sprite for two on two, which is uh pretty solid. Um, I think that's honestly like one of spellsetter sprite's like biggest problems, right? Yeah. You you there was no good one mana fairy, so your spellsetter sprite could never counter their two drop even if you're on the when you're on the play. Yeah. So uh yeah, fairy seer. I'm gonna have to pick up four copies, I guess. Wasn't expecting that one. Uh, it's got uh, it's got all the fairies. It's not playing uh, all the black planeswalkers and crap that people used to play. It's just playing black with some pushes, thought seizes, and uh, bitter blossom. Other than that, it's basically a blue deck in the main deck. Um, it's playing Mistbind Click, a card I haven't seen in fairies in a really long time. Um, Champion of Fairy works really good when you have fairy seers laying around. Um, yeah, this deck's uh, this is sweet. I uh, I can see myself playing this. I bought into fairies a long time ago and. Uh, Maybe it's playable again. I don't know. They've got uh, four Leyline of the Void. Yeah. Four Leyline of the Void. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Sweet. Uh, moving on. Uh, next deck, we've got... It's another a, Word deck. Uh, word deck. Yep. But without the Word. Yep. No words here. It's Wordless Word. Wordless Instead word. of Word, why play Why play garbage like Word when you can play Arcfound Ravager? <laughs> and Hangerback Walker. 
Yeah, I don't I don't understand what's going on here. This is just like the I don't I don't even know, man. I don't know if it's war- it's still playing Thopter Sword. Snow covered island. <laughs> but it's not playing it's playing the full four goblin engineers. Yeah, it kind of seems like they're doing the that and the war deck are trying to do the same thing. This deck just doesn't have wars. I'm surprised they're not playing the new the new mage. What is it? Uh, it's not a trinket. It's not a trophy. It's a what mage? Tribute. It's it's a T, right? Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, I think it's tribute mage. Is it tribute? Tribute mage? treasure. Um, trinket. Trinket. Treasure, trinket. It's tribute. But I mean, okay. So the only thing that thing card gets is the Thopter Sword cards. It gets Icar Wellspring, my dude, and Arcbound Ravager. So in this list, it gets Arcbound <laughs> Ravager, which is hot. But in the, the other list, pay three bandit, get a two two to go fetch your Acre Wells. Dude, you can go get your sideboard mortar pot. <laughs> I guess actually in the other list, you can go you can go find your grinding station. Yeah, yeah, that's hot. I don't know. This deck is weird, man. Sideboard mortar pot. What the hell? Uh, hey man, you gotta. Sometimes your Aether Grid just doesn't get you there, you know. It's got a, it's got a, a Padim console of innovation. This man, people, all the people that are like just going balls deep on on crazy fucking ideas are showing up. And I don't know if this is just the new set or all the people from the friendly leagues getting like dumped into the same league structure. But I'm, I love seeing piles like this. It makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like in case you ran out of value and just didn't have any cards left you've got two seagate wreckage floating around in the main deck like when does this deck ever run out of cards and need to actually activate a seagate wreckage just like, in case all the time your whole deck is like one drops to get countered by your chalice of the void and <laughs> everything else you just like shit into place your ravager can gnaw on it i guess i don't know strange to me <laughs> yeah this deck is uh this deck is worth just having a look at this is by go go sagan it's worth just looking up we can't even do it justice in the amount of time we have to talk here this thing is all over the place <laughs> two copies of blast zone i mean they fit a plague engineer into the board uh what do we got for grave hate we've got a graph digger's cage a nihil spell bomb two surgicals an ashiok which is a little bit slow but still does technically count uh a nihil spell bomb main deck I guess that's it. It's okay, I guess. It's enough. Anyways, yeah, this deck's cool. Uh next deck is oh, It's Elves. It's Elves. They're back. It's just it's regular no one elves. Really cares. No, it's uh, got two, the, two the nurturing only, peatland. The only interesting thing in this deck list, Yix, I think. Yixlid Jailer. Is, yeah, Yixlid Jailer. Yeah. <laughs> <Bad gag. laughs> and yeah. Prowess of the Fair. Uh just to let you know, Yixid Jailer is a black uh zombie wizard uh it's one it's black and one and it reads uh it's a two one it reads cards and graveyards lose all abilities this was the premier anti-dredge card in vintage in the day this is what people used to play was the Xlid jailer dredge didn't really have any good ways to get rid of it you can't you can't ingot chewer uh a Yixlid jailer you can't uh can't kill it with a uh, a wisp mare <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it's a two one hoser for two. I'll beat. I'll beat. <laughs> but uh Prowess of the Fair is a card I've yeah. never even e- seen even before. Even like modern dredge, right? They play uh, all these like nature's claims and like wait a minute. Yeah, it does get... they look like look at their uh conflict in the graveyard and like wait a minute. It turns off <laughs> uh, it turns off the dredge on um what is that dredge removal spell? Dark blast. Dark blast. No dark blast here, sir. Yeah. So uh Prowess of the Fair, though. Wow, what a card. 
one in a one in a black tribal enchantment elf. Yeah, bitter blossom. Not the only two mana tribal enchantment. Whenever another non-token elf is put into your graveyard from play, you may put a one-one green elf warrior token into play. Wow. I mean, that's uh, that's really fucking good against the fair decks. It's like um, it's like how infect plays that uh enchantment that gives all your creatures plus three plus three whenever they get targeted it's like just completely hoses yeah completely hoses bolt effects like this this is kind of similar feeling just like completely hoses any kind of removal just i guess similarly wall defiance is very sad against path exile this card's very sad against uh anger of the gods (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i don't know it's elves uh it's got a it's got the nurturing peatlands and uh prowess of the fair which is actually an old card oh it's got collector roof there we go yeah, whatever. Uh, man, their grave hater is really skimpy though. They just have the Yixla Jailer, right? I guess they're just trying to court of calling for it. That seems real slow. You can uh get it off company too. I mean, sure, but like, you have to four mana to do either of those. Like, how fast are you getting four mana in elves? Turn three, not two, right? Um. Like that's too slow. You're dead. Oh my, Wamo. <laughs> you are already dead. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's fine if you live that long. Next deck is Grixis Delver. It's not Grixis. It's blue-red, um, but apparently playing three Leyline of the Void and two Surgical Extraction in your sideboard makes you a Grixis deck, so I guess yeah. everyone's playing a, 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 X, a splash black, black X deck. deck. Yeah. Uh, everyone's playing black. We're all black now. Uh, I don't know how this got mislabeled. It was like that in the last league, too. Um, it's kind of funny because by that logic, everyone's playing black right now. I, it's very rare to see a deck without surgical or leyline or ravenous trap right now. Uh, it's Delver. It's a pretty standard Delver package. It's got Delver snaps, pyromancers clicks. It's got uh, counters removal, and it's playing four archmages charms and a magnetic sinkhole. Uh, magnetic sinkhole has been a pretty big ad for these blue red decks. It gives them a way to clean up big big boy creatures and also get a planeswalker off the table without attacking it which is pretty nice uh a lot of the planeswalkers that see play now do not get cleaned up by a lightning bolt um stuff like uh new narset is pretty hard to deal with they don't minus it just sitting there preventing you from drawing extra cards off your uh four ups and three serum visions so uh yeah sinkhole is nice to have access to um new cards nope no new cards other than that really although they do have a karanos god of storms on the sideboard uh they can thank me for being able to include that one because uh it's not bugged anymore <laughs> it's not bugged. i'm just taking i'm just taking credit Doing for that now the lord's work i'm just gonna take credit for that that's just uh all me and kevin sure uh moto community at large you can uh you can thank us all right who cares about delvert when we can talk about this next deck that is playing Lightning Skelemental. Yeah, so this is the other like black red mid range deck. Although this deck is less to my taste, but man, it's still sweet. It is. You mean you don't want to Lightning Skelemental your opponent and then unearth it? <laughs> yeah. So here's your four unearth, Steven. Uh, you wanted a four unearth deck. Here you fucking go. I mean, this is uh, this is where you do it. This deck is crazy. But four Bloodcast. Four Arcanist, three Flame Wake Phoenixes, three Lightning Skeletal, four Season Pyromancers, two Tassiger, and two Gurmog Anglers. Yum. Yeah, your spell package is all four ofs: four Lightning, uh, or excuse me, four Faithless Looting, four Fatal Push, four Lightning Bolt, four Thoughtseize, and four Unearth, plus eighteen lands. <laughs> uh, this deck is really and interesting. well. What do you know? 
for Leyland of the Void. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Wonder how that happened. They can actually cast it. Did that price crash, by the way? I didn't even realize I wasn't paying it, attention. It uh, got announced to be reprinted today. Oh, well, no, that's a significant so, uh, crash. Yep. <clears throat> uh, people realize they're not going to be worth very much anymore. Yeah. Sell, sell, sell. Um, yeah, good. Good riddance, I say. Yeah. Uh, this deck's sweet, man. Uh, Lightning Skull Mental is a hell of a fucking card. Uh, it's, uh, it's a sixth one that Lightning's your opponent. It's got trample. It's got haste. What were people calling this? Ball lightning, I think. Ball lightning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ball lightning, man. Unearth this bad boy. Whew. Whew. Uh, yeah. This card's hot. Um, season Master, also pretty hot. You can uh, dump your crap in the uh, into the yard, and then you can just uh, unearth it. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Seems good. You can get rid of your uh, your shitty thought seasons late in the game. Turn them into some one ones. It's great uh moving on downwards we've got uh is it phoenix woo um yeah they're playing a magnetic sinkhole into area of flame uh area not just a type of song from uh, ocarina of time it is actually uh something that gets, gets used in magic cards now apparently uh <laughs> two and a red enchantment yeah i guess i guess they decided that um parmesan ascension no good nope drake meme looking away hands out no Pointing at Area of Flame, uh, when it enters the battlefield, each opponent gains 10 life. And it says whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, you put a verse counter onto it. It then deals damage equal to the number of verse counters on it to target, player, or planeswalker. I'm not sure how I feel about this card, honestly. I think I was like counting up, and you have to get to like your 6th or 7th spell before you're actually out of the hole. I think. What's the, what's the math on that again? Uh... So your first one does a damage, your second one does two, you're at three, your next one does three, you're at six, uh, four. So you have to cast, it's not till your fourth spell that you're out of the hole on that? I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. Also, nothing happens until you've cast four spells, huh? Kind of like a uh, thing in the ice. Weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you're slapping them for, what, seven? But that, that fifth spell becomes a uh, lava axe. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? You know what I see? I see... The spell after that is six. So this like, card is so good against uh, against Death Shadow. Yeah. This card is insanely <laughs> yeah, good against Death Shadow. Gain ten. Okay. Kill just, three of your Death Shadows. Go ahead. You just like get to a point where you get it negated and then you just you just save a couple of spells up and fucking blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> Done. How do you can... Uh, yeah. Uh, it's playing two lava darts in the main deck as well. Um, people were kind of predicting this was going to be uh, uh, a frequently played card in uh, Phoenix moving forward. It's also got a fiery islet. Um, islet is so good, I'm sure they'd like to play more, but I'm not sure if the mana can support it. Maybe they can cram in a second one somewhere. It's also playing Shenanigans. Uh, you're a fan of this one, Chris. Yeah, I mean, it's good, right? It's a shadow sh artifact, judge one. Shatter every turn. Uh, it's got another area of flame on the sideboard, two force of negations, and uh, there's the uh, Hagak tax. It's three ravenous traps. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A little skimpy on the grave hate, but they do have three surgicals main deck, so, you know, six free grave hate spells. Maybe that's enough. Next up, we've got uh, Jeskai deck. Whatever. It's got three force of negations. At all. Four rest in peace, two surgicals. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I like Jeskai, but whatever. Uh, Narset Pitch Blue. This deck's cool. 
Um, yeah, people have been, uh, since I think was it Connolly Woods that was playing this deck, kind of hyping it up. Uh, get to play your two Disrupting Shoals. I guess they decided they didn't want to play the uh, new Force of Negation, which is kind of interesting. I'm surprised. Maybe they couldn't get their hands on any. Or, you know, why counter when you can just Commandeer? Yeah. Yeah, two Commandeers. <laughs> Grey Reed Sanitarium, seeing a lot of play now with Nurset in uh, these type of decks. Just uh, draw a card, your opponent can't draw one, whatever. Uh, they are playing four Leyline of the Voids. Wow. Shocker. And a Relic of Progenitus. <laughs> yeah. Card's pretty hot, though. Doing it on the end of their step, they just discard a card. Oh, what if you what if you Commandeer their Hagak? Then you get an 8 8. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking beating. Uh,. You can still lose, but that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, they just like keep milling and hit another hack, and then you lose anyway. Yeah. Womp womp. Uh, next deck on the list is Jeskai Humans. Uh, this has been a deck people have uh, messed with a few times in the past, but now uh, Unsettled Mariner makes this deck much more reasonable. Um, they get three Giver of Runes. So what do they shit out of here? They got rid of the Kite Cell Freebooters, um, and... Uh, the, I guess they lost Noble Hierarch, which is a bit of a, a bit of a loss. Not gonna lie, but uh, the deck kind of wanted more one drops, and uh, Giver of Runes is a one drop that kind of fills in for Noble. I don't know; it's a little slower off out of the gates, but it's doing powerful stuff after that, and it gets a much better mana base. I mean, look at look at these two whole basics they're playing. Wait a second; they didn't they didn't make their mana base better at all. They're just playing. No, it is better. They're because you can actually play real sideboard cards. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just kidding. The, the, yeah, the Five Lord Human decks is like, oh, you're playing these stupid ancient ziggurats which, and all these bullshit like um, Cavern Souls lands, which meant your sideboard cards could be creatures and that's it. Yeah. And they don't even miss Horizon Canopy. They got four Sunbait Canyon and three Fiery Islets. They're actually up three uh, Canopy lands, so pretty sick. Lavinia yeah. Azorius four Renegade recipes. is a... Uh, Pretty hilarious because uh, it counters a gak real good. It does not. It does not. It says if no mana was fit to cast, it counter it. Oh. Counters. Um, this is true. Um, a gak is literally cannot get around this card. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> does Vengevine say cast or put into play? Puts into play. Okay, so doesn't doesn't deal with Vengevine. Um, but yeah, shuts down a gak real good, and then they you know they got four rest in peace just in case you know whatever. As you do. As you do. Uh, moving on downwards, we've got a oh, deck. Oh, God, this deck. Jake's I played against Spate. this deck. Jake's Spate. So this is uh, the brother of Zach's, Zach, who used to be uh, on the podcast with us. This is his little brother. Uh, he used to play a lot of 1v1 Commander, and after they uh, removed that format from the... Uh, the league list uh he i think he took a break but he's back playing rug near and dear to his heart how did your uh how did your match against this deck go chris i don't know if it was if the same guy or not i don't remember the name but one game i got to restore balanced multiple times and it felt quite bad <laughs> quite bad indeed yeah shocker i will say though um crashing footfalls putting a bunch of uh, Rhinos into play it was sweet however very bad against engineered explosives ha I saw someone playing this in Legacy today uh, they were playing Shardless Agent and um and just uh, shardless into some Rhinos yeah they shard- Yeah, they were playing against um 
They're playing run in six, and they were playing against Death and Taxes, and they kept wastelanding all their lands. And they had Arcanists. They were Arcanisting back Lightning Bolts to kill their creatures, and then they played a Shardless Agent and cascaded into what was effectively, you know, ten power with the uh, both cards, and their opponent scooped. Shock- That's hilarious. Shocker. And then you can attack with your Arcanist and get <laughs> two more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah, good fucking luck. I don't know. Get wrecked, kid. Uh, so this this is not playing Arcanist or Run in Six, although I have some nasty ideas now. Um, it's just playing uh, Ancestral Vision, Crashing Footfalls, Restore Balance, just going kind of all in on the uh, on the suspend spells together with As Foretold. And you know you got a uh, greater and Electro Dominance, yeah, Electro Dominance, Promise, all the ways to cheat in these spells. This deck is sweet. I just want to say that. Until yeah. this deck is. This deck has almost no interaction, though. Uh, it's got three lightning bolts. That's about it. Restore <laughs> balances interaction. Guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Electro Dominance does technically have the ability to kill things. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Bolt. I would like to ask him why we're running Utopia Sprawl. Yeah, I guess you just want to play a turn two Aspertold, so you're faster than the Hagactic. Huh. But like, <laughs> yeah. So I had my my opponent played a turn two Aspertold twice uh. and then it was like turn two as we're told turn three as we're told ha. yay magic it was pretty gross it was like turn two as we're told ancestral vision ha. untap make two rhinos make two rhinos ha. Oh. hey oh, look at shit. that that's pretty good i was like oh explosives them and he's like okay <laughs> next turn untap uh finale of promise make some rhinos huh <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, I would. I. I mean. I guess that's. That's fine. I, I just like. You have one forest, one stomping ground. You know. I've, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. There was only three forests. Yeah. Time. That's weird. Uh, yeah. What I. What I would like to see is add uh, Teferi into this deck, so that the interaction becomes even less, and then you could do like, because. Uh, yeah, if you plus your Teferi, you can make rhinos on. Their oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can draw on their turn. <laughs> so, like, how many lands of the deck actually aren't forests? One, two, three, four. All five. of them except for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're, most of them are like fetch lands, right? Oh, so gotcha, gotcha, way. gotcha, gotcha. Three. So, sorry, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, they don't have a very high number of forests, but they don't have a high number of Land, other lands, other lands either. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> like they've got. Yeah, I went to Mountain, two Steam Vents. Like, I don't know. Like, they got a decent number of forests. Their ability to put a forest into play on turn one is quite high. I suppose, yeah. I was very surprised that I beat this deck, honestly. They um, have five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have 15 air quote forests in their deck. But, like, so. what, but like what happens when you have, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking negatively about it. Just feels like you have very it's like a very blank draw like super like i mean like after turn two they're not playing the crappy artifacts the uh what are they called the border the border posts so i mean their mana is better than that true (laughs) you're not wrong um so as far as new cards we've got four crashing footfalls here we've got uh two weather the storm that's the new storm life gain card i'm sure someone will break that before long uh, and for Grave Hate to beat up on Hagak, we've got uh, three Ravenous Traps. Oh, you know what? I put a Weather the Storm into my Amulet deck. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah, well, I played against Man, Burn. If Weather the Storm, if Weather the Storm said target player, 
then we could have a real tainted remedy deck. Ooh. Um, the, uh, the, I was playing against a burn player before we actually did matches, and he was like, uh, so, like, cast Rift Bolt off of Suspend, uh, cast Lightning Bolt, cast Lightning Bolt, and then swing for Lethal. Oh. And I was like, uh, can I just gain all that life back? Plus three? He's like, oh, well, that's, uh... Plus three. It gains an even amount of life. No, because they already cast three spells and you're casting the fourth one. No, it's it's an, it's a multiples of two, though. What? You said plus three. Do you mean times three? Times three. What did I say? You said plus three. Yeah, it gains three life. Yeah, yeah but it gains life in multiples of two. No, it gains so, gains life in multiples of three. Three life. Wait, what? Am I crazy? You gain three life, three Storm. Life? Gains three life. I thought it was gain two. Wow, that's insane. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm dumb. Never mind. Ignore me. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, what is John on about? I so, like, yeah. what? I gained, oh, I gained three wow, life that's after just, he cast that's all his spells. Insane. Yeah. I thought it was two life for some reason. I, I was like kind of poo-pawing on this card. Oh, that would be quite bad. Yeah, wow. that'd, be, that'd be a significant I mean, worse. Really an all-star, if I'm being honest here. But, wow. but, yeah, and uh, healing salve of Storm is, uh, is sweet. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, uh moving on yeah uh we got a bat mid-range deck by kinzo the hard-hearted <laughs> i love people that have names like based off of cards um there's four ice fang codals in this deck there are two Yummy. vivian champion of the wild which is not a new card but it is a i mean it's kind of new it's from uh uh was it uh war of the spark um it's got two collector oof in the sideboard and do I spy any grave hate? Yeah, um, collect roof, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, three main deck scavenging ooze. A remorseful cleric, yes. Rest in peace with legs. I mean, that's cool, I guess. I'm surprised more decks aren't playing this, actually. It's more of a Tormont script with legs, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a uh, fair beatdown deck. It's not even playing the combo, right? Just uh, just gonna yeah. It's just a it's a mid range deck. It's fair. It's a Knight of the Royal Quarry Coco mid range deck. Yep. Um, I'm surprised that there aren't any tireless trackers in here. No space. Yeah, I guess you just play Vivian instead. I don't know. Uh, casting creatures that had flash is pretty big game in this deck though. Holy crap. I mean, your Codals and your Quellers already have Flash, and you're quick, but Flash... The of tension with Flash. <laughs> yeah, we're Knight of the Reliquary. That's a, a beefy boy out the cuts, that's for sure. Um, or a beefy lady, I should say. Even Knight of Autumn. Yeah. Reflector Mage at instant speed. Yeah, uh, it's banned. Okay, uh, next one is uh, Vanifar Pod. Yeah, dude, this deck it looks awesome. So it has... Uh, Four Birds of Paradise, four Noble Hierarchy is like your your typical your base. Yeah, your typical base, right? And then it goes into it's like before you got drinking. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. You have a good base, exactly. <laughs> and then you have because whoever made this deck was drinking, <laughs> <laughs> basically, dude. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna read off the cards because these cards are so fucking hilarious. Uh, Goblin Crate Maker, Meddling Mage, Scavenging Ooze, uh, Scrib Ranger, uh, Deceiver Exarch. Mm-hmm. Deputy of Detention, Eidolon of Rhetoric, uh, Renegade Rallier, Breaching Hippocamp, 
Uh, yeah, man, that you, that's necessary for the combo. <laughs> yeah, it's important. Uh, it's a combo. Absolutely, it's, it's part of the kill. Uh, Prime speaker, vi- the the pod one, the four of those ones, and then a resto angel and a kiki. This deck is yeah, so just, sweet. You just work your way up. You know, ding 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 ding. Script ranger also part of the combo. It's so sick. And then they they found room for three ice fang codals. So they're like playing snowlands. Yeah, that too. Forgot about that part. And three to fairy time raveler. You know, just so you uh, can't can't get interrupted while you're comboing off. And if you do, do not disturb, in case, if you in case you don't draw to fairy, you have force of negation. Four, four, Full four. Full four. Yeah. Hey man, it's uh it's a do not disturb sign. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me. I'm comboing. <laughs> Have you been sad you've drawn an extra prime speaker of Vanifar? Fear no longer, for now you can just picture the force. <laughs> Done. They're playing a sideboard on thin ice, which I think is hilarious, because they also have four path to exile. They needed a fifth path in the board. Why? I do not know. But they, whoever built this deck deemed it that they needed five path effects on the board. Very important. Also, two ravenous trap, you know. As you do. Uh, yeah, this deck's sweet. Uh, I love these Vanifar pod decks. They just keep getting more and more tech as time goes on, it seems like. Uh, next on our list is Ad Nauseam. This seems like someone just keeping people honest, to be honest. Uh, but it's... Yeah, it's, uh, it's Ad Nauseam. I'm not spying anything new here. Yeah, it has changed not at all. Yep. <laughs> not. They're not even playing Grave Hate. I mean, why bother? Why bother? Got some mind break traps. That's cool, I guess. See, Leyland Sanctity saves you against getting milled out by Hagak. Yeah, it's true. And then they have just to beat you down. And we know that Adnazim is very good at against decks that just want to beat you down. That's actually pretty tech, right? Like, see the burn matchup. If they hadn't reprinted Leyland of the Void, worry no longer. Just play Leyland of Sanctity instead. <laughs> yeah, stop their combo kill, and they just play Frixed Unlive, and they have to waste more time trying to clear the old fashioned oh my god amazing yeah so that's ad nauseum uh next on the list uh death and taxes it's uh, gonna, with... it's nothing new yeah it's got no new cards which is I, weird I, I, i'm shocked i'm shocked yeah <laughs> they just have literally nothing nope moving on nothing yep it's very strange uh eldrazi tron nothing interesting i mean it we talked about this this deck before with the four cards in it for Leyline of the Void. Yeah. You know. That that is all. That's all. Uh and uh Tribal Liliana's featuring one main deck thought not here. And Karns. With the Karn package. Yep. Because Karn. <laughs> Karn, Mycosynthlatus. Great. Uh yeah, they've got uh two copies of sideboard Shatter Assumptions. Do you guys remember what this one does? No. <laughs> yeah. A real all-star. Uh, yes, all three colorless. mana sorcery. Choose one. Target opponent reveals their hand and discards all colorless non-land cards. Neat. Okay. Or target opponent reveals their hand and discards all multicolored cards. I mean, I guess it's pretty good it's against a combo like, with Mycosynthlatus. Affinity. Mycosynthlatus. <laughs> <laughs> because after they can't cast any spells, you make them discard ah, their hand too. Got you. Yeah, man. Got him. Got him. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting deck. Uh, and I'm really shocked that this is not uh, FTZZZ. It's Mox Emperor playing Sultai Teaching Reclamation. This deck is sweet. It, it's the deck that we keep talking about that Chris played that one time and, and drew with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it's got one ice vein total. Just one. Just one. Just, just one. Just the one. Just the one. That's all you need. Very, all you need. very, very important. You can get it back with pulse. <gasps> it's got an arch, archmage's charm. That's a uh, that's a good add. One one of those. You know, just, it's like just it's one. like uh, seasoning, right? You got to sprinkle the new cards on top. You have to be very easy at the seasoning, otherwise you won't be able to taste the rich, the rich flavor of this deck. What's dumb is this deck isn't even running a force of negation. <laughs> it's got the other three ice fang codals in the sideboard. Um, first extirpate I've seen. They're willing to pay a mana for their uh, their surgical effect in order to get a uh, get that that tasty tasty split second. Much better than surgical. Also happens to be much cheaper online. Yeah. That's why it's better. <laughs> um, they've also got a force of vigor packed into the sideboard, and uh, they made space for. Aside from that extirpate, they have an Ashiok Dream Render and two Ravenous Traps. Ashiok is an MVP. I'll tell you right now. It's expensive is the only problem against the graveyard decks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, by turn three, they're uh, already they're already doing stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's a good card. Definitely a good card. Uh, next one on our list is Orzov Super Friends and. I don't know why I got called Super Friends because it's got four Planeswalkers. That's it. For the yeah, same it's one. The same Planeswalkers. <laughs> it's Liliana the Veil. I the Super Friends. I mean, me, myself, and me. I don't know. Uh, it's got four Kaya's Guile, though, which is pretty sweet. Someone really wanted to play with Kaya's Guile, if I had to guess. They were like, man, I really want to play with this card. Let's build a deck around it. It's, uh, it's a black-white deck. Yep. That's yep. it. Let's move on. <laughs> It has cards that are black and white. Four rest in peace. Yep, four rest in peace. That's our. Uh, that's where we're that's at. That's the, that's the that's the universe we live in. We've got a Esper creature deck. Yeah, I don't know how I describe this. It's like a mid rangey deck. It's got two uh, or three Jace Prince Prodigy, four Snaps, four Monastery Mentors, two Teferis, three Unearths. That's kind of nifty. This is a pretty cool deck. Uh, two main deck Surgicals. Would play. <laughs> Two Force of Negation. Yeah, I'd play this deck. Uh, I probably could play this deck, actually. Maybe I will play this deck. I don't know. Uh, sideboard, four Yixla Jailers. Yes, Holy four shit. of them. Holy shit. I mean, I don't know why you... I was see, not expecting that. I don't know wow. why you don't just run... See, in case they answer your Yixla Jailer, you can just unearth it. Wow. Or just Done. play another one. Oh, man. An instant speed of Teferi. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know why you you would wouldn't just play rest in peace, but I'm maybe it's more expensive. Uh, I don't know. Well, you don't want to turn off your uh, your snaps and your Jace Fringe Prodigy and your unearth. I guess. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Shit. <laughs> Fuck me, Fuck. Jesus. Uh. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh. Next one on the list. Dredge. Huh. Oh, I'm I mean, interested. Because they couldn't afford Hagex. I don't know. Two sideboard shenanigans. They are also playing for Line of the Void. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that's funny this next deck was was may the better lay line of the void deck win yeah wow okay moving this on this next deck uh, was was uh mislabeled uh it's actually just affinity yeah it's red it's a red deck i don't see what the, what the problem is uh, it, it definitely like has more black spells it has more black spells than it does red spells uh i don't see any black spells uh, a vault scourge dismember that's that's a call of spell yep. that's also oh, okay got it <laughs> Clearly, uh, they've had the time to uh, get around to adding those to the not actually blacklist, unlike um, surgical and uh, you know trap Leyland of the Void. Gearper <laughs> Aethercrit, actually a red card. I uh, I don't see the problem here. Yeah, four Bomat Courier. That's a red deck to me. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, moving on. Those red mana symbols. What does that card do without red mana, sir? Nothing. Uh, it attacks. <laughs> it adds. It adds. It adds artifacts to the board. All right. We're finally getting to some more sweet stuff. We've got this deck is just labeled ninjas and fairies. It's a it's a bug ninja fairy deck. Uh, we were talking about seeing some more fairy seers. Here they are. Four fairy seer top of the list. Because getting to ninjutsu this card back and then replay to scry two again is hot fire yeah it's got four spell slitter sprites four ice fang codal four snaps and four ingenious infiltrators dude this card's really good you know what i don't get john it's the only ninja in the deck yep it's literally ninja the devours with one more toughness yeah it uh, it also says whenever a ninja you control deals damage. So I guess if two of them hit, they both you draw four, you draw two cards yeah. each. Yeah, so you draw four. You can deck yourself real quick. <laughs> uh, so this deck should a- should actually be called fairies, snakes, wizards. No, fairy, snakes, humans. I mean, let's be ninjas. real. The ninjas enable the rest of the deck, right? Like everything else in the deck is something that you're pretty excited about bouncing with your ninja. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have a little fairy package with your spell sitters and your seer. This feels like fairies the same way that like Popper deck is a fairies deck, right? Uh that fairy seer is also a common, by the way. So uh Popper, uh you're uh you're on notice. <laughs> Gonna be seeing a fucking shitload of those, I bet. Um, next deck is sweet. Sideboard, two surgical extraction, and four land of the void. Wow. Uh and then we got two force negation and two plague engineers as far as new cards go. Uh, and then they've also got some prismatic vistas uh, and a whole bunch of snow-covered lands for their codals. Uh, next on our this list. is the real red deck. This is the real red deck. Yeah, this is uh, this is the eternal scourge uh, Chandra Koth scred deck. Scred red. Scred red. One frostwalk bastion. Oh man, it's a snow land. It's a snow land. It's it's a snowman land. Fits the bill. Yeah, I'm excited. It does turn into a creature. Other than that, it is it's. Same hey, they got two pillages in the sideboard, sir. It's the same deck. Their grave hate is the four main deck relic of pretendus they've always played, and a sideboard anchor to go with the three main deck anchor. Not sure how I feel about this deck's ability to actually beat the Hagak deck. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Who cares? Moving oh, on. look, it's Tron. Uh, yeah, it's Tron. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I hate Tron. Moving on. Uh, spider space. <laughs> Spider Space, known for playing uh, playing the Eldrazi and Taxes uh, list. He still is, or they still are, I should say. Uh, they shoved in two Winds of Abandon. Do you know why, John? Why? Because they're playing for Leyland of the Void. Yep. And it's a path that doesn't cost <laughs> You mean Chalice of the Void. Yeah, they're playing Chalice, so I can play a path that isn't one mana. You said, uh, said Leyland. Same thing. <laughs> No way lines here, surprisingly. They have four rest in peace instead. And four Takotli honor card. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, yeah. How does the Hagak deck beat a warship? Um, I guess by you milling him. him yeah, milling deal? you out. Never mind. Ignore <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, whatever. Uh, next deck on the list. It's, uh, Rug Wizards. This is the deck I based my blue red wizards deck off of uh this is the second 5-0 in a row they've gotten uh they made a few tweaks this time they found space for a seasoned pyromancer uh they cut down on one mutagenic grove and they shoved two piracy charms into the deck uh i guess that's one way to 
get some discard off of your Dreadhorde Arcanist in a rug deck. It also bumps your Arcanist. Oh, off. it's right. Oh, wow. Wow, World Star! World Star! Now you can actually. It pumps it just enough so you can replay your Wizard's Lightning. Yeah, wow, World Star. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, three fiery eyelet. I'm a I'm a big fan, and they shoved a, a fairy conclave into the deck as well. Wanted to to beat down. That's the nineteenth land. Uh, I almost feel like I'd rather just play um uh raging ravine. I don't know. It's doable. Uh, sideboard. We've got another season pyromancer. Uh, that's it for new cards, I guess. Grave hate. They've got three surgical extractions. That's it. It's great hate is kill you fast. Yep. Gas, gas, gas. Uh, Chris, I know you're excited about the next deck. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, some people talk about Umazal's GT being one of the best cards to come out of the trades are coming out, but no more. <laughs> we have uh, Talowisp Spirits. <laughs> God, I, this deck, this, these Talowisp decks pop up once in a, once in a while. Uh, they keep getting a little better each time, so maybe maybe this is the time when it's uh it's a breakout deck. I don't know. Yeah. So Talowisp, whenever you place an arcane, you can search your library for an enchant creature card, or as uh, we know them as now is auras. Um, reveal it and then put it into your hand. So it doesn't even put it on a creature in play; it just puts it in your hand. So we have four Talowisps in our deck, and we only have three enchantments yeah. to get with. This enchantment package <laughs> is kind of baffling. I'm not gonna lie. Although, I will say, post-board, it does get on Thin Ice, which it has four copies of in the sideboard. Yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty good. Also, can fetch up a Leyline of Sanctity or a Rest in Peace, uh, um, which is pretty hot. I cannot. It can't? No. Only an enchanted creature. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's way worse. Hmm. Only an aura. Womp womp. Uh, on Thin Ice is an enchant... Is it? No, it enchants the land. Huh? Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Wow. They just. I wonder. They just wanted four path effects? Huh. Just wanted four paths. Or maybe they made a mistake. <laughs> maybe they built this deck, realized that Talos did not actually do what they wanted to, and 5 0 anyways. <laughs> or has the card been errated or something? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Steel of the Godhead on a Ghost of is really good. Yep. Curious Obsession's pretty nice too, with uh, all your little fly boys. Uh, it is strange that they have so many enchantments in the board with Talowisp. Not sure if that's a misunderstanding or if the card just doesn't actually do what it says it does. I wonder if it cheats. Uh, if it cheats, yeah. Even if it just doesn't work right, right online, yeah. If it's just broken <laughs> online, that would be really funny. <laughs> that would be quite funny if they five would with a broken card. Um. New cards. They've got three Archimage's Charm, four Force of Negation, uh, four Prismatic Vista. I think we're at a pretty high uh, rate for new cards, right? The Hagak deck is the only deck we've seen of this many new cards in it so far. Uh, four on Thin Ice in the sideboard. I mean, they're, this might be the deck with the most new cards in it we've seen so far. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sweet deck. It's a blue-white deck. Uh, I might have to pick up some Tala Wisps. Uh, <laughs> no, not feeling it. Anyway, oh man, this deck looks right up your alley, Chris. I think I think we found your uh, your new seventy five moving forward, right? Oh, of course. I think we'll pull him 
uh, posted a, like a Twitter screenshot of a list very similar to this. It's Amulet Titan with the Devoted Druid combo in it. <laughs> so it's Amulet as you know and love, plus four Devoted Druid, one Dusk Watch, one Vizier of Remedies, and four Finale of Devastation. It seems it also really found bad. room for an arboreal grazer. Yeah, <laughs> one arboreal grazer. <laughs> so Karn out, bad, bad, it's bad. Collision relic, bad. Out of here. I will say, in the defense of this deck, if you go turn one amulet, turn two devoted druid, and turn three bounce land, that's six mana. You have a titan. <laughs> so I mean, hey, <laughs> yeah. It does ramp for two, just like Coalition Relic. However, Coalition Relic doesn't get fucking lightning bolted. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they, man. Four Devoted Druid, and then one each of the Recruiter, Vizier, and, and Walking Ballista. I mean, I guess Ballista was a card you wanted in the deck anyways, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, Ballista was already in the deck. But, uh, yeah, it's like, if your Vizier gets bolted, then you just can't. You just can't do the combo. And, like, I guess Finale... I guess Finale can get it back from the graveyard, I guess? Yeah, Finale can get Titan back out of the yard or your combo, and it can get Hornet Queen. I mean, it fetches Reclamation Sage, too. I mean, it's not the worst, right? I mean, Finale is significantly worse without infinite mana, but... Because, I mean, Pact, Pact is technically, like, a plus four to the cost, but you pay it the next turn. Finale is a plus two to the cost, but you have to pay it now, but you can also get stuff from the graveyard? Which makes it much I mean, obviously, but it's copies five through eight, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so Finale is much better at getting Devoted Druid than Pact, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Although you can use your Devoted Druid to pay for your Pact next turn. Ha! That's bad. <laughs> anyway, That's actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new cards. Um, we've got a... For Leyland of the Void. Yeah, for... Oh, that's not new at all, but I mean... Yeah, four land of the point. Wow. One force of vigor in the sideboard, boys and girls. Um, yeah, I think that's the only new card, right? Yeah, that's it. Wow. New ideas, but not new cards. Uh next up we've got another Vizier of Remedies Devoted Druid deck. Uh this one is uh playing Magus of the Moon for some reason. I guess you can it's a Court of Clawing. Court of Clawing or Eldritch Revolution into it. Or Vile. This is like more traditional, I would say. Aether File is kind of new though, right? It's, this skin's kind of like more of a beatdown value-oriented version that also has the combo. I guess, but like, what are you beating down with? Just your shitters? Yeah, just your shitters, man. Just beat him down with random shitters. Also, you've got a sideboard Whisper Blood Elemental! Arrgh! Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah, still salty about that one? How about that Caustic Caterpillar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> one squirmy boy. Who would win? A complicated piece of machinery, <laughs> uh, a, a spell that took a, la a lifetime to learn how to craft, or one hungry boy. <laughs> it's like the, the caterpillar like eats it so fast it just gets indigestion and self destructs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This deck's cool. It's uh pretty pretty simple though. Uh, what do we got for grave hate? Let's do the grave hate check. We've got. Not a whole lot. We've got two <laughs> Tormod script, Wowza, and two Remorseful Cleric. Uh, yeah, what does he need? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Jeskai Sahili, the next deck. Um, yeah, it's Jeskai Sahili. Yep. They crammed three Force of Negations in, which seems pretty hot. 
Uh, didn't find any space for any of the new Horizon lands, but that's okay. Uh, we've got a fourth Force of Negation in the board, and our Grave Hate consists of four Surgical Extractions and two Ashioks. Seems fine. Um, this deck always just seems way too clunky to me. I don't know. Oh, it definitely is. It's just uh, it's 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 a hard this sell deck for me. Has right? what uh, eleven three mana Planeswalkers in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Narset and Teferi are good ads to this type of deck. Um, but uh, yeah, it just seems real clunky. It's weird. It's like this kind of controlling looking deck that's not very controlling at all, actually. Yeah. Like it has no counter spells at all. Yeah. Other than force of negation. Uh, moving on as we're getting long in the tooth, we've got um. A blue-green deck next. This is kind of interesting. It's uh, it's a Tron. It's like a mono-blue Tron deck, but they found room for three copies of Hydroid Crisis and Life from the Loam. One Life oh, from yeah. the Loam. Back in the day, because I'm a filthy degenerate, one of my um, more casual decks was blue-green Tron. I've never seen green in, in, in the blue... Uh, sorry, I've never seen uh, green in the blue Tron deck. Civic Signet real hot. Let me tell you. <laughs> They are playing two copies of that. Wow. I It ramps you and gets you beat I'm man. shocked that they're not playing Ancient Stirrings if they're like bothering to play green. I mean, look at all these cloud spells. I mean, Gifts Ungiven, four copies? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Life of the Loam, the Clonic Rift, Repeal, Condescent. Like, I don't know. It doesn't hit that many things. Wow, they actually have to just get four cards for Gifts Ungiven? I guess one of them is going to be a Life from the Loam. I guess they just decided that they were always going to get four Life cards. Life from the Loam and... Uh, one of each strong land. Ha! 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 Wow. That <laughs> does do it, I guess. Hey, man, I've seen Mono Blue Tron players that assemble Tron by Academy Ruinsing back their their expedition map. <laughs> I mean, it's not much, but it's an honest living, I guess. Um, Grave Hate in the sideboard, they've got a Surgical Extraction and three line Lay One of the Voids. That's. That's it. Do they even have any new cards in this deck? No? Uh, no. No? Okay. Huh. Hydrid Crisis, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next deck, it's a green-white company deck. We're seeing a surprising number of these, I feel like. Uh, a Dromokas Commander. Because it's like easy it. for them um, not to be the same. Well, <laughs> That's true. Did you know the Dromokas Command is secretly really good against Amulet? I believe that. I've lost every game that my opponent has casted Dromoka's command against me while I was playing Amulet. I don't, I don't actually believe that it's very good against wrecked. you. I, I do believe that you got wrecked by it. <laughs> um, Burn. Yeah, this deck doesn't really have any new cards either, in the main deck at least. Uh, sideboard, we've got a Surgical Extraction. Yeah, what else do you need? That's it. Next okay. deck is well, quite up your alley, John. Uh-huh. Uh, underwater Bimbo. Uh, this is another one of those uh, blue-red Delver decks that got labeled as Grixis for some god-awful reason. Um, they're playing for Terramander with their Delvers. They No seasoned Pyromancer here, no Arcanist. No, no, no. We just want uh, eight one-mana Flyers and uh, six two-mana value cards. You know, three snaps, three young Pyromancers. Uh, they've got four force of negation and three fiery islet um they did not find space for a main board or sideboard magmatic insight which i find quite surprising um only 15 lands 
Yeah, 15 lands is ambitious. Very. <laughs> Very fucking ambitious. I mean, I guess, like, uh, London Mulligan rule uh, helps this deck a lot. It's not not live yet. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's maybe, like, preparing for that, that new rule, but... They have uh, 10 one-mana selection spells and four thought scours i guess their goal is to keep a hand with uh, a blue mana and a cantrip and just find that second yeah, and just run <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know that's uh that's really fucking weird uh their grave hate is uh three surgical extraction to ravenous trap seeing a pattern here next deck is uh humans it's a standard humans deck they've got a main deck anna fenza the foremost yeah, be to gack. yep uh sideboard also for yeah, four lay onto the void. Uh, they've got two ranger captain of Eos jammed on the sideboard as far as new cards go. Other than that, pretty standard. Uh, then we've got a sweet deck from ZX Rogue. Jesus. This player puts multiple sweet decks into almost every deck dump. They are also the next deck on the list after this Rakdos deck. It's Rakdos Vile Goblins playing a pile of fucking goblins. A lot of goblins. Uh, 33 creatures, a tar fire, four aether files, and 22 lands, boys and girls. 33 goblins. Just let that sink that, in for a second. Thir- 33 goblins. What more do you need? It's a lot of, it's a it's lot got of goblins. Squad. It's got two frog tosser bannerets. Kiki cheeky mirror breaker. Yeah. It's a goblin. <laughs> it's a goblin. It'll players. do something. Does it combo with uh, so any cards here? We. What? Yeah, in this deck? Siege Gang Commander? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, Goblin Matron? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Goblin Matron? Yeah. Uh, so, new cards. You've got uh, Goblin Matron. Uh, we've got uh, Pashalik Mons, which is the uh, one that says whenever it or another goblin you control dies, it deals one damage to a target and it has three and a red sack of goblin. Make two red goblin tokens. It's a 2 2 for two and a red. Um. It's playing four Fiery Islet in the sideboard. Off color, it's just a, a, a red ping land, a red pain land that uh, lets, you, lets you cycle. Uh, we've got three Tormod... Oh, flexing on them, getting the blue-red one, not the <laughs> yeah, red one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sideboard, we've got three Tormod's Crypt. And that's it, I guess, for Grave Hate. And more goblins. More, more fucking goblins, yeah. Bunch of one of goblins, two Sting Scourgers, and four Damping Spears. I guess you gotta beat Tron somehow. Um, yeah, I don't know how this deck beats the Hagak deck. I guess just uh, it prays to hit a Tormod script. You beat him with all your goblins. Goblin. <laughs> uh, next deck on the list is another Sultai Fairy Ninja deck. This deck has more ninjas. Uh, we've got four Fairy a much sweeter. Ninja. Four Fairy Seer, four Ice Fang Kotal, four Tarmogoyf. No copies of Spellcenters right this time. We have four Mist Syndicate Naga instead, which is basically Packrat Ninja. <laughs> uh, it's a 3 1. Uh, whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you make a copy of it. The copies, they also have that text and make more copies. Um, this, this card gets out of hand real quick. Yeah, insanely fast. Um, and there are, instead of playing the Vidalkin Ninja, they're playing Fallen Shinobi, which is the, uh, 5-4 that when it deals combat damage to a player, they exile the top two cards of their library, and until end of turn, you can play those cards without paying their mana costs. Get you a Hagak. A free Hagak. Yeah. 
Not using mana to cast it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's got uh, pushes, inquisitions, trophies, remands, a maelstrom pulse, two force negations. It's got some main deck grave hate with two nihil spell bombs, four prismatic vistas, some snow lands, uh, sideboard three dead of winter, two surgical extraction, four leyline of the void. A lot of grave hate in this one. Um, that deck is sweet. I love it. Uh, next deck is the Esper Death Shadow deck. I think we talked about this one last week, right? Maybe not. Um, it's got typical shadow stuff, but three copies of Ranger Captain of Eos, so you can keep bringing uh, shadows into play. Kind of works like uh, Ranger of Eos, but a little faster. Uh, they've also found space for two Teferi Time Raveler. Um, so that's kind of cool. Two Unearth, also a new card. Um, they found space for a silent clearing in the main deck, which is the Orzov colored canopy land. Another unearth in the sideboard, as well as a Kaya's Guile. Uh, Grave Hate is two Rest in Peace and three Leyline of the Void. Uh, kind of a weird split. Yeah. Surprised they don't want a fourth ley line. Um, but this deck's got a pretty cool recurrence engine with a Ranger Captain and Unearth, and being able to bring back your Death Shadow over and over again. And they've got a Jace VP as well, which, as we saw earlier in the other Esper deck, is quite nice. So, um, yeah, it's kind of an interesting deck. Next, we have the uh, <laughs> Devoted Drew deck with. Card. We both played against and this, Deferi. and we were both yeah, playing this deck. Very it confused. Seemed really bad. <laughs> yeah, it seemed really bad. Uh, my opponent played an Oath of Nyssa, and we all know what this card does. Yep. Nothing you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. This deck. Uh, my opponent played. I don't even remember what the card does. It's like, it's like a green card, sorcery. You pay like X and a green, and each player gets X creatures out of their deck and puts them into their hands. I want to say. Weird Harvest. Weird Harvest. Yes, they Weird Harvested for one when I had a Swans of Bernard Golan play and a um, Stubborn Denial in my graveyard. And instead of playing the Mica Synth Lattice they had in hand with a Karn in play, they decided to Weird Harvest first. And uh, I went and got a Snapcaster Mage. They lost. <laughs> they had the win in hand, and uh, they decided they'd like to Weird Harvest first for some reason. So... Yeah. But uh, yeah, this deck is uh, kind of bad. I think the version we talked about earlier is much better. Uh, Jimming and Karn and Teferi and Post-Mortem Lunge and... Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think this deck gains a lot by having the Karn back. Yeah, I don't know. Moving on. Karn scales, nothing new. Unfortunate. Moving on. Mon Monterey yes. Phoenix! Also, nothing new. Oh, but we got a, a rug snow deck. Steven, I know you wanted to talk about this one. Yeah, this deck looks interesting. Um, I don't know. I just like rug things. <laughs> don't. Yeah, hashtag just rug things. Uh, so, so this deck is playing uh, Nibble Mongoose, the Ice Fang dude, three snaps, four goyfs. Uh It's playing a one of Nimble Obstructionist, which I've always wanted to play with that card in Modern, but I've never been able to find a good place for it um swans 
Yeah, swamps would be good. Uh, seasoned Pyromancer <laughs> uh, is a two of and one Hooting Mandrel. Uh, the spells package is two Faithless Looting, four Lightning Bolt, four Scred, four Spell Snare, or sorry, two Spell two Snare, spells. Uh, four Thought Scour, two Mana Leak, and three Blood Moon. Uh, with the sideboard having a pair of surgical extractions for your graveyard hate, uh, and it's playing three fluster storms as well, uh, which is a card that I haven't been seeing a lot of in people's sideboards, which is very interesting. Either people just forgot, or it's, uh, it does not counter altar of dementia. <laughs> why not? Oh, it does not. You're right. Sorry. Um, no, why not? Oh, that's right. Because it only counters two types of cards. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately. Um, I I mean, I, I just think Flusterstorm just slots into anywhere where you were going to play Spell Pierce instead. Uh, but maybe that's wrong thinking. Doesn't counter Karn or Teferi, which is a pretty sad time. I guess. I mean... Alter. Or Alter. Yeah. Ceremonious Rejection yeah, does that. I- yeah, it does. Uh, although you feel kind of like a fool bringing Ceremonious Rejection if uh, you have to tap out to play a threat and then they just play Alter. Yeah, I guess. Uh, first copies of Nimble Mongoose I think we've seen in this league. Yeah. Not promising for our our Nimble friend. No, but this deck is still sweet. I want to do it, but... Oh yeah, it's super sweet. But there's a lot of dollars here that I don't feel like spending. One fiery islet. I, f- I feel like they could have found room for more more canopy lands. Probably, they and probably they're... don't need, if they're running four prismatic vistas, they probably don't need this, the scalding tarn, and they probably don't need a water The grove. thing is, it's, they're playing three blood moons. Like, you can't really fit. Yeah. 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 If your goal is to play Blood Moon uh, on turn three, then it's kind of irrelevant what other lands you play. Yeah. Next up, we've got Jund. And you know what? The new Jund lists I've been seeing are actually managed to cram a, a surprising number of new cards. And I, I think it's just the, the Jund players are really trying to get back into the meta and they're willing to try anything at this point. Um, they they found space for two Season Pyromancers, two Run-In Sixes, an Unearth, a Nurturing Peatland... And in the sideboard, they have two Collector Oof, a Weather the Storm, and two Plague Engineers, and that's just the new cards. Um, so, other than that, it looks like a pretty standard Jundalix. So, fun fact: um, if you uh, you can soft lock your opponent out of the game if you have a a Renin Six emblem with another Renin Six on board and a Collagon's Command in the graveyard. You just soft lock your opponent out of the game. It's pretty funny. Oh, you just make them discard. Uh-huh. Just retrace. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, their grave hate. They've got two main decks: scavenging ooze and a nihil spell bomb. Sideboard. They've got four leyland of the void and an anger, I guess. Uh, Red and six is sweet. I'm surprised we have not seen more of it. It has been seeing a ton of play in Legacy. Um, but not as much in modern yet. Um, although I think this card is pretty terrible against Tagak. I think we'll see this pick up some more play once that deck is gone. All right, moving on. We are running short on time, so we're gonna go over uh, a few more decks. We're gonna skip a lot of these decks that are kind of just the same as they were before the new set. 
uh next up we've got a white black zombies list which is kind of interesting um carrion feeder and uh prismatic vista and silent clearing uh are new cards it's kind of cool um two plague engineers in the sideboard um how do you guys feel about that one plague engineers. <laughs> it's a carrier it's not a zombie yeah, not a zombie. It definitely looks like it should be a zombie. Yeah. Probably didn't want is this. Is Carrier even like a real creature type? It is now. I mean, I guess. <laughs> also, uh, Liliana Untouched by Death. This is a Liliana that has never seen the light of day. Yeah, it really is. Uh, It mills top three into your yard, and if, if at least one is a zombie, each opponent loses two, and you gain two? <laughs> yep. Strong. It has a minus three if you may cast zombie cards from your graveyard this turn and it comes in at four. That's kind of cool. Takes a lot of mana though. I guess you do that the second turn after you play it. You like play it plus it and then on turn on turn five you minus three it and just cast a bunch of fucking zombies that died. <laughs> this card has this deck has four copies of Dark Salvation. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's pretty good if you just don't have to pay any mana for X. Then just like one mana black kill something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, fine, I guess. Another deck where it's like, is this really? It's it's sweet. <laughs> an all powerful five zero deck. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, moving on, we've got a Niv Mizzet Reborn deck. Um, so the direction people seem to be taking with this deck is they're cutting out all the like multicolor crap, like Tower of the Parents. Uh, they're cutting back on Div Mizzets. There's only one, but they play four Bring Delights. Uh, so they're kind of like a Bring Delight deck that plays a bunch of multicolored cards to get value off of the Niv Mizzet. Um, but they're definitely not going nearly as ham um, on the on the cost. There's just a lot more green cards here. Restoration Angel in your Niv Mizzet seems hot. Yeah. It's got the four Restoration Angel, one Kiki Jiki combo crammed in, and the sideboard is a rainbow of uh, random ass cards. I like that they managed to find space for a Loxodon Hierarch for some god awful reason. <laughs> also, Madcap Experiment plus Platinum Empyrean on the board. Why not? Why not? Uh, you know, Loxodon Hierarchs, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of life gain against the aggressive decks, a little bit of. You know, regeneration to keep your combo alive. <laughs> yeah, this deck's just all over the place, man. Uh, another one worth looking up and just kind of... Uh, solar Blaze. Yeah, Solar Blaze, man. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got... I love this name. This is great. Mardu Octomancer. We've got four Pyromancer, Young Pyromancer, and four Seasoned Pyromancer. Paired with two Yogmoth, Thran Physician. Oh, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, this thing goes fucking ham with your tokens. Sack, uh, sack a token, pay a life, put a one, minus one, minus one counter on up to one creature and draw a card. Oof. Yeah. What I think is really funny, this deck is not, is not playing even a single copy of Lightning Helix, yet four copies of Smiting Helix. Yeah, man. Just better. <laughs> Discard it to your uh, Seasoned Pyromancer or off your Faithless Looting. Got him. Or there's three collective brutality as well. Like, woof. Woof. Gotta mop my brow yeah. off. Pay for two mana? Just two mana? No, no value there. I do like that it flashbacks for two different colors. That's great. Um, 
nothing else really new going on. Uh, got four Leywind of the Void in the sideboard. Big surprise. Uh, next up, we've got a cool deck that I was showing Steven the other day. Although this list is a little bit different. It's a Bring to Light deck that has Vala Cut, Scape Shift Combo, and no main deck red cards. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a Bant deck. How do you feel about this one? Um... I like it. Uh, I think it's weird. It's not like you're running so many mountains. Like I, I think I've heard, I've heard other pros like kind of complain about this, uh, like the bring to light decks. Is that like you run eleven mountains or twelve mountains, and you have like maybe lightning bolt if it's good in the format at the time, uh, and maybe anger the gods. But then outside of that, everything else is not red. Uh, so it becomes like really awkward to play sometimes um, when you're like, oh man, I have all this red mana and nothing to do with it. You have like scattered green, scattered blue, uh, in this case, scattered white and not really effective to cast anything. Um, but with that being said, I find it to be a very interesting deck that I'm not going to give up on just yet. Yeah, this. I guess put it this way: you're a band deck that's never missing the fourth color. Right. Bring to light. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, so they've got a bunch of snowlands to turn on their Kotal. Uh, Coiling Oracle is an interesting add to go with the standard Sakura Tribe Elders. It's got Nurses into Fairies to help protect, um, and it's got an Ojitai's Command, which I think is hilarious. Uh, it's a counter spell that brings back one of your ramps or removal spells in the form of Ice Fang Kotal. <laughs> you see, I so earlier yeah. earlier in the week you shared uh, a version of this that had no um that had no cryptic commands and had uh some other stuff I don't remember off the top of my land. Anyways, it was very similar. <clears throat> it was to this. similar. It didn't have any uh counter spells. This one has Romand um this it had Ojutai's command, I think. But Ojutai's command only hits creatures, which I guess is like non creatures. It, it's, oh, it's creature only. Yeah, I thought it was non creature. Yeah, that's bad. yeah. That's why I was like, I was really. So I thought I was missing Teferi. something. I thought I was missing. You just played. To, just played Teferi, man. No counters here. Yeah, I mean, but that just like means you have to have Teferi in your hand, which is like. Well, you got Bring Delight. <laughs> you can't cast Teferi. Uh, you can't cast Teferi off Bring Delight. Uh we have Narset. Can't do that either. <laughs> you find you find uh, Teferi. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah. So what I was saying is just like you know you're leaning so heavily on the Teferi plan where it's like, or you could just. I mean, not everyone's playing counter spells <clears throat> these days either. Exactly, where it's like, why do you need it that bad? I mean, because some people play counter spells. <laughs> yeah, but like, then you just counter them with your counter spells. That takes more mana. Um, I mean, you could just play negate. If that's what you're worried about. Yeah. That's still, that's still so bad. Or Dovin's Veto. Or Dovin's ah! Veto. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't actually help. It just, it just, uh, it just seems weird to like be all in on the Teferi plan where like you could easily just protect your blind sides by either not playing Teferi or Narset or just not playing Ojutai's command because it's a bad card. Yeah, it is a really bad card. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when it's But the when now. is it the best? <laughs> Uh, when you play against Burn and you get the sure. game for life and recur your your, your Ice Fang Kotal <laughs> and block so you kill the creature and draw uh, draw a card and gain four life. Yeah, I guess. 
Nah, gaining eight and blocking their the goblin guy. <laughs> show me, show me the true blue white deck, and it's like standard, like current blue white control. No, show me the real blue white deck, and it's like a myriad control yeah, from like two no, years no, no, ago. No, 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 yeah, ago. yeah, it's like the last one though. <laughs> it's like the second one's like blue white mid range or something. <laughs> you know, I'd be interested. Is this yeah. like the same person that you showed me earlier this week? Because nope, different person. Okay, well. Th- Someone someone took that deck list. It blew up on uh, Twitter. It had like six. Yeah. Decks. Okay. So so yeah. I mean, this. So I think someone. This list is pretty similar, but they had like kind of like a similar idea of what I was thinking. Except I don't know if this acid moss is. Everyone just wants to metal, man. Everyone wants to take take the list from the expert and and tweak it. Um. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like a. It just seems like a really cool deck. I, I'm gonna try to finish building it, but to fairies, man, so expensive. Yeah. Uh, next up from I find this very ironic. Sultai for life is playing a blue black control deck, <laughs> or I should say blue black mid range. No green here. Sultai for life has given up on the green, just playing blue black. Uh, it's a pretty standard blue black mid range deck with some nurse that's crammed in. Uh, three force of negations are the new cards, and they've got two rain of tears on the board, which is kind of funny, but uh. That's about all they have going on as far as new tech. I just thought it was funny to see uh, blue, black, uh, and yet another deck playing two copies of Jace Vern's Prodigy. Seems like everyone wants to like fill out their place of snaps or dirt confidants with Jaces. They just like play two snaps or two dirt confidants together with two Jace for some reason. <laughs> I just don't know why. Everyone seems to think Jace is good again. Not not super convinced on that one. At least they can't flash in a Narset in response to Rings. <gasps> yeah. Uh, yeah, Jace is a weird card. Next up, we've got a blue-red Kilnfiend deck. Everyone's favorite. They're playing three Force Indigation and three Disrupting Shoals. It's just all in on the Kilnfiend combo, Mandagenic Grove, just uh, Teamer Battle Rage, Manamorphose, do the thing. Uh, it's got six free protection spells. It's got three fiery islets in case you flood out with your whole seventeen lands. Uh, two prismatic vistas, and then in the sideboard we've got the fourth pact, or excuse me, force of negation and uh, a magmatic sinkhole. So uh, yeah, this deck's sweet. It's uh, super duper aggressive. Blow them up. Blow them up. Pew 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 pew. Uh, they should try playing um, Niv Magus Elemental and Flusterstorm. Lose a counter fight, eat up all the copies. Uh-huh. Win a counter fight, eat up all the other copies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know it's cool. Uh, next up, I think we got one last deck, and I know Chris wants to go deep on this one. Oh man, this deck is hot fire. So, uh, a really bad pet card of mine that I've actually never played because it's so bad. Uh, I think I mentioned it before though. Generator Servant. <laughs> oh my god, this card. This card is the best, but it's not really that good. But it's actually the best. It's a uh, it's a Goblin Piker that you can tap to sack it to make two generic mana. Uh huh. Call this mana, and if that mana is cast on a creature spell, the creature gains haste until end of turn. Mm. So the problem with this card, as far as brewing stupid bad decks, was what good five drop was worth hasting. Because yeah. you play it on two, and the next you play land, and you have three plus him five. Then there wasn't really any good five drop because you know Primal Titan is six. So. <laughs> Glorybringer, <laughs> or yeah, or they already have already haste. Has haste. Dragon. <laughs> yeah, 
so f fear no more search no longer we have our found our glorious five drop to answer all these questions we have was it ilharg ilharg the raise board yeah <laughs> this card this card is sweet uh it has trample it has six six it's for five mana it's all all good things and when it attacks you basically get to sneak attack in another creature into play, tapped, and attacking. Pretty good. But at the beginning of your next end step, it goes back to your hand. Yeah. Not sacrifice. That's crazy that it goes back to the hand. Like, blow. Which is insane, because next turn you just attack with him again and sneak in the big dumb idiot again. <laughs> yeah. And then if the stupid boar dies or gets exiled from the battlefield, you can just put it in on your deck three from the top. Third, third from the top, yeah. Yeah, third from the it's top. It's insane. Yeah, this card is fucking busted. There's like a bunch of little so, guys like down below it, like cheering with their arms up in the air. I, I imagine you're like one of those little guys, like yeah. I don't think they're cheering because they're happy. I think they're cr they're cheering and crying out because they're fucking getting wrecked. <laughs> they're they're behind him, not in front of him. This this guy tramples too. Like yeah, I don't know. He, he he's a big boy, and uh, what does he bring with him? Well, uh, as as all good sneak attack decks, um, Grizzlebranded Emrakul. Yep. <laughs> Just attack in for, what, 21 damage? Six of it trampling, 15 of it flying? <laughs> With Annihilator 6? Yeah. Seems good. And you get to just do it again the next turn? Yeah. Huh? Uh, <laughs> but you're also just a Gorio's Vengeance deck with Hula Breaches, so you can still just, like, you know... Faithless Looting, discard Grizzlebrand, turn to Gorius Vengeance, Grizzlebrand, draw a bunch of cards, blah blah blah, do the stupid thing. Yeah, they cut like their uh, their draw spells for this, it looks like. Their sign and blood. Also, playing four copies of Pentad Prism because it also gets you five mana on <laughs> Oh, it's gross. So you could even through the breach your boar and attack with the boar and then put your Emrakul into play. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the Raze Boar is legendary, so you can just Gorios the Raze Boar on turn three. Oh, man. And then put your Emrakul to play. There's a one of Chalice in the Void in the sideboard? Why? You can even, like, put a Grizzlebrand to play, draw seven cards, go to discard, and discard, like, the Raze Boar to hand size, and then just Gorios that again next turn. <laughs> like, the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wasn't really interested in playing the uh, Grishol brand decks or whatever, but god, this deck is, like, adorable. <laughs> adorable, he says. Oh, man. Wilson's gonna wreck you with this at FNM. Oh, for sure. Like, you could even sit there on turn three and just, like, fifth suiting discard your, your Emrakul in response to the trigger, Gorio's it. Uh, <laughs> like, whatever, man. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> just, just do it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, sideboard, what is even going on here? We have Boseju, yeah, it's pretty standard. One Chalice, why? Who knows? <laughs> Two Field Pushed, yeah, sure. Sometimes you gotta kill stuff, I guess. Same for Lightning Axe. Four Nihil Spellbomb, because Leyline of the Void is too expensive. And three Abrades, because... It's Jenny Bridge. Yeah. And Graftigar's Cage. Eh. Meh. Right? Razeboard cares not for, uh, for that. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Turns out Gorios though. Yeah, through the breach also doesn't care about that card. Yeah. One crumple to dust and one slaughter games. The one of us cracking me up. Yeah, one slaughter games. One chalice of the void? What the fuck? Yeah, that's definitely a head scratcher. 
<laughs> this person just likes to mise people. It's not like you're not playing any one drops in your deck. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Although, about. Although <laughs> you can you can board in chalice. Oh wait, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um anyways, since Maybe Chalice for Zero against certain decks. Like, turns off Tormod script? I don't know. Um So we're getting up there in time. So we're gonna move into a quick little discussion about M20 spoilers. Um They've been spoiling some cards already. Uh, they are printing Ley Lines again. Foremost among them in our hearts, uh, Ley Line of the Void, because it's too damn expensive. Yes, That card, confirmed. way too expensive. Uh, Ley Line of Sanctity getting a reprint, Ley Line of Singularity getting a reprint, and there is a new red Ley Line that I believe says whenever you or a creature you control is uh, targeted by something, uh, no, no, no. Uh, just uh, get shocked instead. I mean, well, it still does the thing. Yeah. Whenever you and or at least one permanent you control becomes target of a spell or ability and opponent controls, shock, shock, shock. Um. So. Shocking. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's a ley line. It's fine. It's whatever. Yep. It's whatever. Um. Aside from that, um, there's a pretty sweet new card called Scheming Symmetry. It's a single black mana for a sorcery. It says, choose two target players, one of which whom will probably be you. Each of them searches their library for a card, then shuffles their library and puts that card on top of it. This card's pretty sick with uh, Teferi. Yeah. You know what people are saying this card's really good with? Archive Trap. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty funny. Oh, what's that? That nice card you put to the type of deck? Mill it. And the other 12 cards below it. <laughs> That's true. By the way, I have another archive trap on top of my deck now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it a must? Uh, is it a must or is it a may? Yeah, it's a oh, must. Wow. Yeah. You can fail to find, but it isn't going to do Yeah, but you still search. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this card's really sweet with Teferi because you can cast it in response to a fetch land activation. So you both get a card, put it on top, and well, they're searching their deck now. So you know, it's also interesting. Is it like a two card, oh, two card combo kind of deck? Like, yeah, you just it's really good. In you just like set yourself up. Like, okay, I just need this card to win next turn. I have a counter spell in my hand. So, all right, go get whatever you need to get, and then I'm going to counter it, and then I'm going to win next turn. Super adorable with thought scour too. Mill <laughs> your card that you found. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Build your that, own I think team. I think yeah, that one's going to be the more if it does see any play modern. That's probably going to be the the situation that we see more often than not. Yeah, I don't know. This card's going to see play for sure, though. It's uh, it's pretty. pretty yeah, it's good. one man tutor. Um. Also, we saw that crazy goblins deck earlier. Well, goblin ringleader is getting reprinted in M twenty. Gobble gobble gobble. Man, four mana, hasty two two. And there's the battlefield. Reveal the top four of your library. Put all goblin cards revealed this way into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your <coughs> library in any order. Goblins players have been saying, oh man, if only we had goblin matron. Well, printed in Modern Horizons. And oh man, if only we had goblin ringleader. Well, printed in M20. Their excuses are running out, Chris. I don't know. What's the last card left they don't have? I guess it's Lackey. Yeah. They're not getting that. They're definitely not getting that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Warren Instigator, at the very least, is uh, a two-drop. Still pretty decent, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> they're not getting lackey. That's uh, absurd. 
Uh, so, uh, sure, you can give all these goblins, but you won't give me Warwood Symbiote. It's not even an elf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other cards worthy of mentioning. Um, there is a new card called Aether Gust getting printed. It's a one in a blue instant. Choose target spell or permanent that's red or green. Its owner puts it on the top or bottom of their library. Uh, it's uh, kind of like an upgraded flash freeze in some ways. Kind of. It snags stuff that's uncounterable. So you can uh, counter, air quotes, a uh, a Cavern of Souls uh, Primeval Titan. Uh, you can counter, air quotes again, an Abrupt Decay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting, at least. And before they start printing cards that have, like, Shroud. Ha! It's like the spell just has Shroud, <laughs> so you can't, like, counter it or do anything. That's funny. <laughs> just can't target it. That's, uh, that's really funny. Yeah, mark my words. Spells with Shroud. <laughs> mark Rose, what are your words? <laughs> um, yeah, so that card's nifty. Um, and then, speaking of nifty cards, we have Kaikar, Wind's Fury. Bird is the word. Bird is the word. It's one and Jeskai mana. 3-3 three, three flyer. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you get a 1-1 a one, one spirit token with flying, and it also has sacrifice a spirit, add a red mana to your mana pool. Chris, what deck is this great in? Uh, a Jeskai deck? <laughs> yeah, what kind of Jeskai deck? Maybe a deck that may ascend to the top tables? Ah! Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Yeah, this thing is okay in Jeskai Ascendancy, right? I mean, yeah, sure. I, red mana is not really the mana you want, but hey, mana is mana. If nothing else, getting shitters is not bad. Cast some mana morphos, at least. That's for sure. Yeah. If only we had um, uh, Burning Wish, then it'd be real good. Oof. Yeah, it would. Oof. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Go ham for a bunch of rituals and then burning wish for what goblins or something, I guess, or I don't even know. For whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Uh yes, that one's sweet. Uh and then we've got a variety of Chandras. They spoiled three of them. One at uncommon, one at rare, and one at mythic. Um they're interesting. Do you want to talk about all of them or just the uh the big one? Just the one that like makes the blue player the big set. Yeah. So the mythic is four red red for a six loyalty planeswalker that says this spell can't be countered. Uh, see, there you go. Uh, just uh, just cast a aether gust and put this uh, back on top of their deck. <laughs> or bottom. Or bottom. It's their choice though. Um, it has plus two. Each opponent gets an emblem. With at the beginning of your upkeep, this emblem deals one damage to you. That's pretty scary. That's a plus. It's a plus, yeah. You can't you can't answer emblems. There's no way to interact with emblems right now in magic. It's uh this is inevitability. It's, it's a it's a curse of the beating heart that you cannot interact with yeah. in any way at all. And it can stack them. It's pretty fucking scary as a control deck. It has a minus three. It deals three damage to each non-elemental creature. It could do this twice because it has six loyalty, so you could just minus two turns in a row if you really need to, although I would recommend plussing somewhere in there. It has minus X. It deals X damage to target creature or planeswalker. If a permanent dealt damage this way would die this turn, exile it instead. So it goes wide, it goes tall, and it kills you. Uh, this planeswalker is pretty sweet. I guess it's... Uh, I don't know if it's quite all on the power level of 
like Elspeth um, Sun's champion. Sun's champion. But it's probably as close as we have for a red planeswalker. Yeah. For six mana. It's much harder to deal with, but also much slower. Much slower. It does sweep up small stuff though, which is nice. Sometimes there's like small stuff that actually doesn't care about Elspeth's tokens for whatever reason. But uh yeah, it's interesting. They do similar esque things. Yeah, it's it's more it keeps the board clean, whereas Elspeth just makes the board more cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, OCD appreciates Chandra much more than uh, Elspeth, that's for sure. Um, but I think that wraps up our spoilers. There's some other ones, but uh, I think we can go over them in the future. There's still a lot more to come, so we'll kind of uh, condense those into maybe the next podcast. Um, for now, let's move into our slot of the week. What are you totally hyped about playing this week, Chris? Well, if I actually get the time to slap a list together or something, I would really like to put together a bad loam deck. Ooh. Um, if it ends up not being bad, even better. <laughs> but uh, no no particularly high hopes for a, a first draft. I did pick up a copy of Ren and Six. Ooh. So going to be trying that one out. Uh, I am a little bit sad, though, because our metagame is so infested with Blue white uh, seismic loam decks probably not at its best, but um, there are some infect players there. So yeah, there are. There's still hope. Flame jab, <laughs> flame jab. Yeah, now that we have Renin Six and the good cycling lands like Forgotten Cave, I'm hoping can brew up something sweet. Yeah, that does sound kind of cool. It's probably gonna crush whatever I play. Um, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Although Arcanist does have three toughness. Yeah, that's true. Uh what about you, Steven? What do you be what are you the big hype for? You know, uh I had written down the new Ashiok that I'm pretty hyped about, just because I've been playing it with it in the escape shift deck as like a uh substitute for not having Teferis. Um and that's been going pretty well, but honestly, I think I'm just more excited about the card Scapeshift than I am about anything else. <laughs> um I'm just digging this deck right now. It's fun for me. Uh it's I'm curious as to what point at when I'm gonna get like tired of these land-based combo decks and I go back to affinity. Um but for now, I'm I'm very much enjoying them. What a, one day if I'm deep one? Good. I mean, it's like it's not again. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not awful right now. Like it could win some games, but like everybody else is just doing a lot more powerful stuff. Where like Mox Opal just like doesn't even compare to like turn what three or turn four have like a bunch of flyers in the air and like attacking like yeah but that just doesn't really compare to what affinity is doing where you know one or two three creatures maybe one has a a plating but for the most part they're all just getting that small incremental damage anyways i could talk i could make a whole episode about why i think affinity (laughs) affinity isn't great right now um but what about you john what are you excited about I am super smitten with this uh, this black red deck. The third one we or the first one we talked mm-hmm. about, I guess I think it was. No, it was the third one in the list. Uh, I want to. I really like Dreadhorde Arcanist. I've always liked Bob. 
I love me Lightning Bolt. I don't know when the last time I played a, a deck without Lightning Bolt was that wasn't like blue white. Um, yeah, this deck's sweet. I'm super hyped. But uh, yeah, I uh, I'm super excited to jam this one. I have basically the whole deck. I need to borrow a Hazaret and uh, find a Plague Engineer, and then hopefully I can uh, bum some seasoned Pyromancers off of someone. Uh, but I have everything else, so playing Mardu Pyromancer back when is uh, is paying off at least a little bit now. <laughs> Anyways, I think that about wraps us up. Thanks for checking us out and sticking around to the very end. If you're wondering where you can find more of our content, you can head on over to mtgconflux.com. You can support us and join the MTG Conflux community at patreon.com slash mtgconflux. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name. If you have any suggestions or comments you'd like us to read, please feel free to shoot us a message on one of those platforms. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around, and we hope you'll join us in the next one.